The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast, we'll be discussing Robert Kraft gets caught, Robert Kelly finally gets caught, is the jig for Jesse up, Steve Harvey apologizes, and we'll also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Entertainment and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. boy be easy and i'm courtney and uh we back uh on another episode of the dj blaze radio show podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher uh spotify our heart wherever you get your podcast for free 99 we gonna be there you heard me but uh <sighs> courtney how was your weekend it was really good how was yours uh it was it was cool it was cool um, but first, before we get into that show, we got to introduce our special guest hey. slash uh, maybe co-host. Uh, Look at you. Ms. All right, manifest it then. How you doing, right. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm wonderful. Uh, welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I am so gracious. I mean that for real. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> thank you for taking the time out to... Uh, Bless us with your presence, beloved. Oh, now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, now. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't got no emails today. Um, so, uh, listeners, y'all lunching this week. I, I heard that from uh, up north of DC and shit. They they say lunching. So y'all niggas mm. lunching. Uh, but yeah, email us all your thoughts, your unpopular opinions, djblazeshow at gmail.com. Uh... So, Courtney, what you do this weekend? You eating some sushi and shit? Actually, we all know that I have not eaten meat in over a year. Mm-hmm. Chicken, beef, 
pork or turkey. Um, however, since 2019 has came in, my craving for lemon pepper chicken wings has been uh. so far out of control. I really like it's gotten to the point where I was dreaming about it. And mm-hmm. Friday night, I was like literally eating chicken lemon pepper chicken wings out of the air in my dream. And I was just got to the point when I was like, you know what? It was calling. I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big girl. And if I get sick because I eat it, then I just get sick. I'll deal with it. I spoke with my wife. She was like, I mean, I'll take care of you, but I'm not gonna have no sympathy for you because you know the risk, whatever. The risk. I, whoa, 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 what risk? Because I haven't had it in so long. The only and risk, one of the reasons the only, why the only risk of eating lemon pepper chicken wings is delicious delicious greatness. What what risk is there? <laughs> Oh, shut, shut up. <laughs> Either, anyway, I took my black ass to Buffalo Wild Wings last night. Oh, God. Now, that, now hold on. Wait now. Uh, I got I got an answer already. <laughs> Out of all of the places you could have went to get you some lemon pepper wings, you went to Buffalo Wild Wings? I'm going to tell you why. We've only lived in this area for... 30 days. Mm-hmm. We are in okay. upstate New York. So okay. close to Albany to be exact. So, okay. or a little exact. Um, I don't know where it is I need to go. There's no wing stop here. And the only com- chain restaurant that I saw that had chicken wings was Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, I love a good mom and pop shop or a non-chain brand. However, I don't have a reference of where I need to go. And this was kind of like a quick, like, yeah, I'm for sure I'm about to do it. It was also <laughs> later at night. So whenever I got on Yelp, um, a lot of it, a lot of things were closed. And that's one thing I can say about being up here. It is completely opposite from the city. Because in the city, shit don't ever close. But where I am, baby, 6 or 7 o'clock, these motherfuckers <laughs> wrapping it up and they going home. They don't want to be open. So I had to make the move to Buffalo Wild Wings. Everyone said that they're not that good. Listen, I went. I I needed the lemon pepper, period. And I did. Were they good? I realized what I miss is the skin and the seasoning. Because when it got down into the actual meat, when I tell you I was not impressed, after the second one, I really was not interested, but I ate the other three. (laughs) Um, It just tastes different to me. It mm-hmm. tastes different. So mm-hmm. while I've created ways to get my buffalo fix, um, not eating meat, I'm just going to have to create a way to get my lemon pepper fix. Not to say that I wouldn't indulge in some lemon pepper wings again, because if I get to the city or if I come home to South Carolina or if I'm in Atlanta, I know some spots to go to. I right. definitely going to slide in. But <laughs> um, it just wasn't. I feel like my taste buds hyped it up to be like the best thing for me in my life and maybe it used to be back in the day when i used to fuck them up real bad but last night that just wasn't it period mm-hmm. you had a so call- like, eh. you had a calling for what we call in the country yard bird the french <laughs> say uh yeah boy uh and so you uh partook in some of that crack and i'm sorry to tell you that uh you're gonna be partaking in some lemon pepper goodness Real soon, it's gonna call you again. It's gonna call you more often, and I'm not only a, a, the president of the chicken club for men. I'm also a member because <laughs> I ate chicken this morning. Man, I ate chicken man, last no, night. Man, Courtney, don't eat no more chicken. The night man. before, don't eat. Man. 
you do the right thing. Don't eat no more chicken, man. You was doing good. You don't need it. I know. I hold know. On, hold on. Hold on. Benita, you don't eat chicken either? I do. Now, wait. Now, hold on. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> why, why, are you, you? why are you leading me... this young woman astray? I'm telling her that because I know what it's like when you're doing something and you have a goal. And I also know what it's like when you kind of stray away from it. So I'm encouraging her to still do what she was already doing. I appreciate that. I appreciate not necessarily, that. not necessarily the whole "don't eat the let the chicken go" part, because I mean that's hard for some people. But I'm not really a chicken person. The hardest meat for me to let go, if I had to let <laughs> one go, would be beef. I bet so. If I had to let some meat go, it's gonna be beef. That's gonna be hard for me. I already don't eat pork, so that's not really a big thing. Pause. But if I had to let some meat go, letting go of beef would hurt me. Does, so does the beef so. does the beef you have to um let go of cut hair? Uh anyway. <laughs> you damn right. You uh, damn right. He sure does. Anyway. All of the above. Uh I'm I'm gonna encourage you to come on over to the dark side. Uh, I'm sure you are, Brenda. I'm yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. So we can talk about eating chicken because I'm tired of you eating fucking uh I'm tired of you eating uh Sushi all the time. I can't partake in sushi, uh, Courtney. Listen, I don't just eat sushi. I be eating salmon. I eat shrimp and crab legs and mussels and oysters. I I eat other stuff. So leave okay, me so you still eat seafood? Yes. I, I, if anybody asks, what am I? Because that's a question I get. I say a pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan. Because I eat around about all of those. I just don't eat meat, a land meat, and I don't eat dairy outside of cheese mm -hmm. because i i have a real addiction to cheese um okay. and occasionally like if i'm home and i'm making something oh, i use dairy free sour cream but when i pull up at chipotle i get that sour cream and that one ain't dairy free okay mm. oh, okay yeah i i um i don't like labels when it comes to food i don't either what? i just want to like, do like, what i want to do yeah i just want to if i want to be a vegetarian today Leave me the hell alone. Let me be a damn vegetarian today. If I want to be a pescatarian today, let me be a pescatarian. Don't I don't like the restriction of labels. I don't I don't really I like don't. that. Oh. But being on the show and saying I don't like I don't eat meat anymore whenever I was saying it on the show and then I will post something on my Insta story, I get looking eyes or I get a comment like, Oh, I thought you didn't eat meat. And I'm just like, Okay, I'm a vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan. Like I, I'm just doing exactly what I want to do, period. Mm -hmm. that, or I'm or you can just be like, I'm just doing what I want to do. So, like, don't follow me. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just doing me. Okay. That's just me. Like, do See, what you want to do. That's why you can't make a, a proclamation or anything nowadays. Like, if you say you're on a diet or you say you're hitting the gym and all kind of shit like that, people going to be like, oh, I thought you was in the gym. I thought you was on a yeah. diet and shit. So, mm -hmm. you just got to pop up mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, 20 pounds lighter or something. And you, you know what irritates me the most is because... Everything. Is, like pro-black as I am, sometimes like even on my Twitter, even if I do it on Instagram or Facebook, mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, black men, I love y'all. Like, I love black men. Because I do. I do mm -hmm. love black men. And mm -hmm. I've dated black men. You know what I'm saying? It just, that just wasn't in the cards for me to marry one and be with one forever because obviously I got a wife, but I feel like since I have a wife and since it is known that I date women, when I say black men, I love you. Like, I love black men. Like, ain't no man greater than the black man. I mean all that shit. And people still mm -hmm. in my DM, like, how you, how? How? You got a woman, like, how? Or you disrespecting your wife. My wife know I like black men, too. I'm just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Right. And see, I, I didn't even know that you were married to a woman. Not that it's any of my business. I didn't know that though. And now that you tell me that, and then you tell me that you do love black men and your proclamation for black men and how you feel, it makes me love you even more because you just, you standing in your truth. You're doing what you want to do. You married who you wanted to marry. That's all I want to do is exactly yeah. what I want to do. Oh, That's just like me saying I love black women and somebody getting mad at me for saying that I love black women, right. although I'm heterosexual. But right. I know it's a little different for y'all. It, you know, it, it, it is a lot different because when I say I love black women also, I they know like I mean it in an empowering way, some people, but then some people still think like, oh, I, we know you love black women because you married one. And I'm just like, I don't even mean that. Because even still, I have a habit, like when I'm talking to my friends, they don't even got to be my friends. Anybody on social media, I'd be like, okay, girl, with your fine ass. Mm -hmm. They definitely assume I'm trying to pull up. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. She just fine as fuck. And I can say that. <laughs> like, or, But I feel like I don't get the same response. If I'd be like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so gorgeous. Well, I mean, that's cute. Beautiful and gorgeous, cute and all. But I want to say fine. Like, that's just what I like to say. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm start doing that. I'm gonna start doing that because you married, pages. you're not blind, right? I'm okay. start doing that on right. people pages and see won't y'all see how y'all look at me. What y'all gonna think? <laughs> saying up, uh, oh, your fine ass, and y'all gonna be like, oh, he trying to holler, both of y'all. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that because I know I like because I know you, but uh, people will say that. You really? Now, I'm not you really don't think I'd be trying to holler if I told somebody your fine ass? It depends on who it is. When I put them looking eyes under your posts or your cousins and shit. Brenda, I already know what you be doing. That's why I make sure you get the fuck on up out of there. Mm. <laughs> what what uh what bronze skin up to anyway? Minding her business. My cousin like, in DC, he be my cousin in DC, she minding her business, child. Don't worry when about it. When he said brown skin, I thought he was talking about me, girl. I ain't know what was going on. I got confused. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm right here, Brandon. What you mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, she minded her business, Brandon. Are you single? Uh, yep. And I'm I'm prepared to take her uh, cousin some uh, mambo sauce too. <clears throat> oh Lord, this is what I'm dealing with. Is she interested, Courtney? Is the cousin interested? No. She got okay. Her. Well, let's we she, should just move on. She Brandon. got this little. She got this <laughs> At little. At this point, she got this little thing called a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? That you know it might be in the way of whatever. Not this little thing. That was funny. That was Brandon crazy. Now, Brandon, I'm not going to lie. When I first, when you first popped up as you were my friend on Facebook, I used to see you on a lot of people's posts. Women. That I knew women. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why the hell is ass on everybody posts? But now that I kind of know you a little bit more and what you're about, it makes a lot more sense. Oh, I mean, at first, I still to be trying I to, like, I still be in there looking now. Don't don't get it I twisted. Was like, is this like a creep life thing? I was confused. I didn't know. Oh, I but am, now that I know, I, I, I'm the, I'm not going to deny or uh, confirm whether or not I am creep life. <laughs> well, I am. I'm a creep. I know it. <clears throat> but, I'm a uh, creep. I, I, I am. Well, I'm in a relationship, so I'm a relationship creep at this point. However, yeah. uh -huh. however, I don't think it's anything wrong with being a creep, for real. I don't think so either. I mean, I don't think so. And my wife doesn't necessarily think so. I just think my um my creep measurement surpass hers. So then she <laughs> looks at me away because we can creep together, but my wife don't crotch watch and I do. What? So she think I'm a little more creepish. Cr like niggas? 
Yes, I love it. Great sweat sweats. That's why shows do all that. No compression tights. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I wear mine to the gym too. I, listen, I do all that, and don't nobody be looking at you in the gym. They be looking at me in the grocery store. I mean, <laughs> my, ladies, my eyes are up here. My eyes are up here, not down there. Um, I am a human. I have feelings and emotions. Um, and I'm more than my body, women. Like, stop looking at my crotch. It's very, it's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Okay, let, let's not forget, we are in a time of double standards. So we already know. Right. That it's certain things that men can do that women that women can, and it's certain things that women that men can't. We live in. Unfortunately, it is what it is. I wish that it wasn't like that, but it's like that. So if a woman looks at your dick, I'm oh gonna, well, I'm gonna call you her know, out. like That's it. I'm gonna call it. come on now. We have to deal with so much other stuff as women. Let we us can look at a little. We can look at a little. We can look, 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 look at a little peen now. You know, like this is a shame. This double standard. This <laughs> see, you guys. It are, is double standard. You guys it are is. part of rape culture right now. You're you're eye raping <laughs> these men. You're eye raping rape these culture. men. Yes, you're eye raping no. these men. I mean, I don't think so. And this is coming from someone who's a part of the Me Too movement. Um, oh, I've told oh, my story up here before. I I don't want to really want. I don't want to get triggered and get back into my my Me Too story. But I mean, you you ladies have to. Treat us with respect, also. But you want to know his Me Too story because I can summarize this thing. I'm in very, two I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Girl, do say he <laughs> fell asleep and she still wanted more and she still got more. Period. Oh, that's me too. I was me too. No, no, you was oh. fucking and fell asleep and she was kept going and then we, yeah. Oh, baby, she just kept going. No, she just kept no, going. we stopped. She, I, I never gave consent the second time. I didn't give consent. I was asleep. Okay, so the second time, did you stop her? I was asleep. I was passed out drunk. My member still. Well, you felt that thing when you did feel it. Huh? Come on, so you, you were passed out drunk. Yep. And she took advantage of you. She took advantage of me. You know. After y'all had just yep. had sex. Yep. I was in. Oh, a, okay. I was in one of my most vulnerable states. I was. Uh, Butt ass naked, <laughs> meat soft. My meat was soft. You yeah. know that's what kills me with men. Men want to accept the double standards when it's convenient for them, but mm-hmm. when it's not, then yep. it's oh, let's make an argument. Like I'd be so sick of it. See, Y'all like if it up. was me, and she was asleep, pass out drunk, and I jumped on top of her, and, and started going for what I knew, because she said she just went all out. You know what I'm saying? And then she woke up, and I was inside of her. I'd be uh, in jail with R. Kelly or uh, Jesse Smollett right now. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of R. Kelly. <laughs> well, double st- again, what I will say is that I'm not a fan of double standards, but they are real. And unfortunately, we live in a world where they're, they're here. We're not going to ever get rid of them. So, mm. I mean, it is what it is at this point. You're right. Maybe. Maybe I should just say. You, you can go around slanging Wayne to whomever you want to, right? Mm-hmm. But if I go around and I want to pop this pussy, you can pop that pussy for a real goon all you want to. Then what? No, but I'm just saying, you know, that's the, you know how I go. Just like if I want to be, if I'm interested in women or I like women or I'm, I'm a woman that likes other women, mm-hmm. men think that's attractive. Definitely. But if I say, well, why don't you go over there and kiss him? Why don't y'all go play with each other? Sword fight. 
then you're going to be like, girl, stop. That's I nasty. Mean, you, gotta, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. For one, you choose the, uh, I mean, no one suggested that you go and uh, bump coochies. You suggested somebody uh, have a sore fight. Bump coochies. Courtney, you ain't going to get him on that? I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more to it than that. No, it definitely know. is a lot more to it than what that. Else, Brandon huh? is aware that does, there's a lot more how to does it, it than end, that. Courtney? He's just being facetious. How does it end, Courtney? With a nut? It, <laughs> it, 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 what do you mean? Right, How does yours end? Right what before, you mean? Right before that, uh, two clitori, because that's the plural of clitoris, clitori. They, oh, they, they, they rubbing against each other violently. <laughs> okay. I'm about to be done. With you. Ain't nothing <laughs> violent about it, I can assure you. I'm just joking. But anyway, somebody who might be sore fighting right about now, uh, R. Kelly. He's finally got uh, arrested. Um, had to turn himself in. Uh, ten counts. What is it? Ten counts of sexual assault or something like that. Mm-hmm. Finally, man. Yeah. Or yes, Lord. Bye, bye, Robert. Yeah. Say he's. See you uh, later. Say he has a million dollar bail. Say he can't come up with a uh, hundred thousand dollars. Uh. So he, you know what though? What I want to say. So many people. Whenever the bail was set to a million dollars, I saw on my Twitter between Twitter and Instagram was like, "That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. This is the Robert Kelly. He got it. He got it. He gonna be out." And I was sitting there looking like, "Y'all go this hard for this man? Y'all don't know his financials? Y'all don't know he broke his hell? Like he really don't got it? Like he what wasn't gonna post the bail in five minutes like people thought he was?" Mm-hmm. I was confused. Because people dare still think like, oh, they ain't nothing. The mean dollars ain't nothing. He got it. He got it. And they don't understand how broke the man is. I mean, honestly, I didn't. I really don't know. Um, I know I heard a story about him losing a house or something like that. But I, I really don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, he because he was still doing like tours or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying, performing. But I don't, I don't know. I know some of those guys, especially like a lot of rappers, they get a lot of money doing it. But I don't know about him, so. Maybe he was. Just, I just knew he wasn't posting bail in five minutes. I knew he wasn't po- finna be out right then um, with no hundred thousand dollars. I just knew, and I'm happy. A hundred thousand dollars—that's not a lot of money. That isn't a lot of money. I mean, that's that was what he would need to post bail on a million. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like, I mean, let's be real. He has Fiesta remix, like ignition remix. He should have money. I'm sorry. He should have the money to pay that bill. You think R. Kelly should have money at this point? I mean, like, I believe I can fly and all kind of shit. You know, all the I don't songs. really I believe I can fly anymore. And another thing, with everything that's happened, me personally, I counseled R. Kelly a long-ass time ago. Like, this ain't new to me. I've been counseled his ass. Oh, I, yeah. I was yeah. done. So there are a lot of people who have also counseled him. So he's not getting no streaming checks. He ain't getting the same. You know, it, things have changed for him a lot. So when they said what his bond was, I didn't necessarily think he was going to have it. I felt like he didn't have that disposable. I just didn't feel like he had it disposable. He probably has it, but he doesn't have it to spend, in my personal opinion. Right. On that. So he's probably trying to, you know, do whatever. But either way, I, I don't have any sympathy for him. I don't, I, I'm, you know, he broke, he can't get out. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sorry. It is what it is. You was, Sit there till you try. We cool. Yeah, with like... <laughs> I'm fine with, you know, I'm fine with that. And I was hoping and praying that he wouldn't get out. I was because I have, you have to think about the victims. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have forgotten about the victims. And that sickens the shit out of me that they have. 
Yeah, that that so many people don't even give a shit about the victims anymore. Now it's like, oh, it's just the R. Kelly thing. This ain't about R. Kelly. It's about Mm -hmm. him, but it's not really about him. It's about these victims getting their due justice and getting what is owed to them for being manipulated, sexually abused by him. He is a fucking predator. We can't. It ain't nothing else to it. He's a predator at the end of the day. But but how was he a predator when they could have just left? These it's counts so. that he got charged on was when he was with underage girls. Oh, am I, not, the, am I wrong on that? Or is, is that not correct? Yeah, These new yeah, charges yeah. are from underage girls that he was having sex with on video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On, and not that's like, a predator. Old school video too. Like they got the old tapes, like VHS tapes, like that was the thing that killed me like dhs tapes what they still got like why wouldn't you destroy them shits after the first like after the first time because he is a predator and predators like to look at what they didn't did he is he is nasty oh he make my yeah i I seen when i seen his mug shot on shade room and i was going through the comments i don't even know why i do that anymore as it pertains to robert because my people definitely get on my nerves and some people are just going on like oh now my baby daddy now my husband like i love him like look at him he looks so fine and i'm just looking at this picture like this nigga look just as disgusting as he is like Mm -hmm. he has always looked like stupid fucking gross to me like Mm -hmm. i just got i ain't never understood how people felt like he was sexy he just Ain't ever like I oh lord, I don't even know. I don't and know. had the nerve to be crying. <laughs> that was the shit that threw me. You crying for what? Like, what are you crying for, my guy? Oh, he knew yeah, he, he knew it was over. He knows it's over now. Before he oh, was yeah, he just, you know what I'm saying? You know. Like, I think the last time he was still like uh hollering at chicks, like during his trial. No, in um I think in the documentary it said like he met a met a girl that was outside in support of him. Uh, his first trial or whatever and he met her when she was like 15 or 16 and and you know what i'm saying started a relationship with her so i think this time he really he really knows it's over though yeah i think he does um the doc between the documentaries and more people speaking out about like not fucking with him even though there's still a whole lot more that still like his little creepy ass i do feel like he feel he feels different about everything this time. Like, he's not as arrogant and confident about it. I feel like he is already defeated. I feel like those are just tears of defeat. Like, he know his this shit finna come tumbling down, and he finna be in there with the men is what's finna happen. Mm-hmm. And that's as he should be. Bye, exactly. Robert. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. That's we some, done with you. We don't care. Somebody Bye. else Bye. who's in the uh, in the Chicago jail with him is uh, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. How you say it? Like Smollett. Oh Lord. Jesse is all <laughs> over the place. Social media. I'm actually getting sick and tired of this story, but you know, a lot of like different uh, information is coming out like every day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Three, four times a day is new shit coming out. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, well, we first first they were saying that um. He paid some the two Nigerians, them uh, buff ass Nigerians, to beat him up. Um, then they had video of them buying the shit, like a mask and rope and all kind of shit like that. Then um, they were saying that he paid them thirty five hundred dollars, and a lot of this shit was coming out by the police. Um, and the last thing I uh, saw, well, one of the last things I saw was that the money really wasn't for. Um, you know them to beat him up with a little scheme or whatever. It was for uh for him to um pay them for personal training. Um, mm-hmm. They had some text messages for that. So 
that kind of makes him look a little better. Um, and then they were trying to say that he, uh, he's like it was a um, a letter that came that's supposed to be like a, a racist letter or whatever. And they were trying to say that he created the letter, and it didn't get any uh, any like publicity or whatever. And now they're saying that the, the FBI came in and said that he didn't create the letter. So there's a whole lot of shit going on with like the um, Chicago Police Department or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I still think I don't know. I think he, well, I guess he did like uh, put it put it together the whole thing. Um, it was another story I saw that was like something like this happened with somebody in Lee Daniels' um, family, like one of his family members or whatever. Like they got beat up. One of his families was was assaulted. Yep. Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. believed it, and so mm-hmm. a little while later, now Jesse comes up. With, Jesse comes up with this, so maybe. I know some people were saying Lee Daniels had something to do with it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, My take on it is, I, you know, I'm really sick. I'm the fuck sick of this story. I ain't going to lie. No, because the in the beginning, sick. I definitely defended him. I definitely, I was like, he black, he's LGBTQ. You know what I'm saying? Let me defend him. You know what I'm saying? I My compassion, you know, I like to think that I'm a good person and I just, immediately was like okay now i'm not even gonna lie i did kind of say well this well who has bleach it was just i did ask myself that question but i asked myself that question to myself (laughs) i didn't like say it out loud because i didn't want to be that person to not defend him not to just be like oh well this is a made-up story however now I don't know what to believe. And also the Chicago um, police department is corrupt. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. that. It is a corrupt department. So I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to just automatically count him out. And I don't want to say that this isn't true. And then I was thinking to myself, why would he make this up? Like, why? Why would he lie? Why would he say these things? Why would he make this up? And then now with everything coming out, I don't really know what to think. But he definitely doesn't deserve jail time. So I'm really sick of people saying that. Yeah. Like, I, like thing, come on now. The only thing about it, like, the first, I'm, I'm kind of like, when somebody come out with a story, I'm like, well, it could be true. It could not be true. I, You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stand on it. But you know what I'm saying? I'll just wait for it, whatever comes out. You know what I'm saying? But when somebody came out with a, they were like, they had a little theory was like, uh, he probably did get beat up, but he wasn't out there for what he said. He might have been out there, you know what I'm saying, trying to get a little peace. That made now, it, I believe that. That made a little bit more that. sense to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was trying mm-hmm. to get a little peace. It was late. Got caught out mm-hmm. there. Got jumped. You know what I'm saying? That that would have made a little bit more sense than just somebody just concocting a whole story and walking to the police with a noose tied around their neck, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> See? Like damn, I'm sorry to laugh, but this shit is so stupid at this point, y'all. For real, like so. For me, I feel like the whole story need to have the brakes pumped on it. Like I feel like Chicago PD want to release something soon as it happened. FBI want to release something soon as it happened. Mm -hmm. Jesse or whoever in his camp want to say something as soon as it happened. I feel like they everybody needs to take a step back and like look at the shit because. 
the the back and forth so of he sent himself the letter to the FBI saying he didn't send himself the letter to oh he wrote checks to have these people beat him up to now oh wait he wrote checks because they were training him I don't need all this backwards and forwards as it regards mm-hmm. to the peddling mm-hmm. I just want them to figure it all out and work it all out but I do mm-hmm. not want him to go to jail Hold and on. what oh I'm sorry go ahead I I say I say my thought. Go ahead. And, you know, I saw a little clip of Ayanla being asked what she thought about it. And at first I was like, oh, Lord, they done asked the wrong person. Yeah. Uh, Because he might be finna be all kind of gutter snipes and shit. Mm -hmm. But she actually said what I agree with. Like, he lied. lied. He told a lie. He told a motherfucking lie. Now, this lie. He told a Lucius lie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he, now, he, now, he told he, he told a real big lie now. Oh yeah, this was a lie. real big lie, and this lie is gonna is actually gonna be able to play um to benefit the same the same group of people that he was trying to tear down, and with some of the details of his lie mm-hmm. as far as being MAGA country and Trump supporters. He just told a big, outlandish, ridiculous lie, and I feel like maybe it was too much of his role on Empire, because we all know that's a big, outlandish sham of a show. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just feel like he need his time. I saw something that was released that said he told Chicago PD that he has an untreated drug Drug addiction. Mm -hmm. Yes. And -hmm. I'm just like, okay, Um, be that as it may, go somewhere and sit your ass down. Stop (laughs) telling these lies. Mm -hmm. Um. And Chicago PD, I feel like stop trying so hard to redeem yourself as it regards to this black man, um, because you still, I, like, you still Chicago PD to me. You still ain't shit. You still ain't gonna be shit. You still corrupt the shit, and I still don't fuck with it. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Chicago PD, let me tell you something about them. I'm so annoyed with them too because y'all didn't put all this goddamn effort into Jesse. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe recently 13 or 11 people just got murdered. Mm-hmm. But y'all ain't going to put nothing into finding who killed them. Y'all mm-hmm. care about what's popular. Mm-hmm. And that don't work for me. That doesn't work for me. Chicago PD has always been corrupt. I've never liked Chicago PD. And they're corrupt because of the black people. That's, that's, that's why. Mm-hmm. So yep. while they put so much on this Jesse Smollett situation, it has definitely annoyed me. And the fact that they're retracting so much is also annoying me mm-hmm. because I believed him at first. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, damn, Jesse, why you lie? You know, then you, it became a joke was- to me because I'm like, this shit is stupid. Like, really? And now I'm like, well, damn, are they I trying to set him up? Like, what the fuck is going on? I don't want the back and forth. Just, I just want them to re- release the full motherfucking story when we got fact on fact on fact. Because I'm sick the of truth. it. I'm, I'm tired yeah, the of the back and forth. Like, I get on Instagram at 11 o'clock and the shade room done broke something. And I get on Facebook at 12 o'clock and the root done broke something else. And, mm-hmm. and at, at 12 at 1230 on Twitter, TMZ done broke. So I'm sick of it. I don't, don't want to know nothing else about it until we know for real, for real. i tell you one damn thing. Right you sure enough be on... Uh, uh, social media a whole lot. Yeah, because you know I get jobs where I don't be having shit to do all day. So yeah. okay, hello, hello. <laughs> right Work smarter, not harder. Uh, okay, okay. Say a word, say a word. But yeah, that's how I feel about the Jesse situation. I think that at the end of the day, what we have to do as a black community, he's still ours. You know what I'm saying? He's ours. Yeah, he lied, and it's a lie that we're gonna be like, my nigga, really? Did you really just like? Yeah. If if it's because but of the, make no mistake, 
If it's because he of didn't the push us back, he didn't push us back like everybody's saying. We already back. So I, I wish people stopped saying that. Oh, he pushed us back. Oh, he this is that and the third. We're already back. We're already behind. So we're not gonna blame that on Jesse. Now he did put a dent in what we already got, but it is what it is. Let's move on now. Like I'm sick of this shit. I'm 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 about tired of this whole story. All oh, the whole damn story. I'm over it. Yeah, the only thing I say is if he did it for the Lee Daniels shit, then he need to come out and say that and stop trying to like stand on Well, he's right. definitely going to protect Lee Daniels. And I definitely think that Lee Daniels has something to do with it. And why is because as soon as the story broke, Lee Daniels posted his picture. And he posted his picture for sympathy. Because it wasn't no other reason for you to po- Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you post something? So that's private. You know, yeah, it's a big scandal. It's a, you know, a a worldwide scandal, but that's private. What happened, his bruises and stuff. If he wants to come out with that, let him do that. So when Lee Daniels did that, I was like, uh, uh-uh, sis, what you got going on? Like, yeah. what you doing? I wouldn't be surprised you know, if, he's, if he's behind it because he's a piece of shit anyway. Oh, so, yeah. That's what I was getting ready to say. Uh, I, think, I think I said it last week. Like, Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels' vibe to me has always been real trash. Mm-hmm. The energy around him has always been real trash. Um, mm-hmm. Even as it like as it regards to like Monique against him, Tyler and Oprah. I only ever really speak about Oprah and Tyler just because Lee Daniels' energy is just so fucking shady. He just seemed real gross to me, and I just be wondering like, what what. What is it about this man that you need to protect? Like, that's what I just want to ask Jesse. Like, what is it about him that you want to protect? Why do you want to protect him? Why do you feel the need to protect him? Because he's in a gay world that Jesse wants to be a part of. He's Mm -hmm. in that rich gay world. You understand what I'm saying? He's in that gay world where he's sitting at the table with these top-notch gay white men. You get what I'm saying? So... Jesse, Jesse wants to be a part of that. You don't think he so can still I, be in that same gay world at them same tables? He might just be bunked over at the tables, but he's probably still at them same no, tables. No, 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 no. I don't think Jesse's at those tables. Because <laughs> Lee Daniels is a different... He's a, you know, he's on the back side of it. He's on the, you know, writing and that type of... And he's been out for a lot longer. Jesse, you know, Jesse did a lot of independent films first. I don't know if y'all know that, but he had a lot of yeah. independent yeah. stuff out first. I used to watch it. I, let me tell you something. I am a fan of him. Yep. So when he did it, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Jesse, I'm a like, what, what are we doing? So I really think that it's just because he wants to sit at those. He wants to be like Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels is definitely a, um, I feel like he's a predator too, in a sense, because Me I too. do think, I feel like he preys on young black gay men mm-hmm. who he feels like he can put in an opportunity to change their life. And so they're going to do whatever they can for him. hes I mean, he ain't no better than R. Kelly shit. He do the same thing. He manipulates young black gay men. What other and I picked up another one. He done picked up another okay. one. The, the one that um did that video little skit thing at when New Year was coming in. He had on the high pink boots and he was doing all that. Oh, yeah. He most. was doing all the cartwheels. Yeah. Lee Daniels done picked him up talking about now we finna have a gay superhero mm-hmm. and they finna construct something for 2020. And when I seen it, I was just kind of like, you know, congratulations to this man because I know for him, he just like, oh my God, everything that I wanted that came true, like he done went viral and he got the success story that everybody wants from going fucking viral these days but then mm-hmm. on the other half of the pitch i'm like boo you done did this shit with lee daniels like i feel i feel happy and sad for you at the same time like i just don't 
It's just mm -hmm. gross. He, I just feel like Lee is a predator. That is just unfortunate. And yeah. you know, whenever you said Jesse just want to sit at the same tables with Lee with these ugly white men, the only thing I'm thinking is so you want to be out here sucking dick for more roles because that's just what I think happening at this table. Oh, absolutely. That's it ain't nothing but a sex swap for, oh. for more roles and more money and, and, and bigger Hollywood status. Like, keep your, keep, mm -hmm. don't put your mouth on everything. Sit down. What the universe got destined for you gonna come after you stop all this motherfucking lying, son. Like, well, that's definitely what it is. It's only sex sales. We already know that. So, sex is a billion dollar industry, right? So, we know that in Hollywood, it's a lot of sexual deviance. It's a lot of shit going on in Hollywood that we really don't for real, for real know about, but it all really pertains to sex. And I think that was one of the reasons why the Me Too movement became so big because women got tired of that. It was like, damn, like, damn, I, do I got to fuck everybody to get a part? Like, I think they got tired of it. Mm -hmm. So that's when, boom, here comes the Me Too movement. Yeah, we're going we gonna to start speaking out so we don't have to do this anymore. But the gay world, is a little different, you know what I mean? It's a I mean, because we like world. Gay, gay people like a lot of sex, and we don't need exactly. It's a no, it's a whole. So don't be caring, and, and 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 I love my gay male friends. I I have a whole lot of them. I do, especially but gay they, men. They be they be a, they be a lot more risque than a gay woman. I'm gonna just say that they do oh. they do a lot more for the cause for some penis than I oh. you, that than I would do for penis or yoni because you know I done made my proclamation about liking both of them. I just you know okay girl okay Jesse all right all right <laughs> I'm this done. Is true. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean we don't know what's gonna happen with this story at the end of the day. We we really don't. It's unfolding every. It seems like it's unfolding every hour. Really honestly, so when we get to the final the final you know product what has happened what really transpired then i will speak again because i'm tired of talking about it at like at this i don't know what to say i don't know if to say he lied he didn't lie uh he lied but <laughs> <laughs> well, i knew brandon was well, coming with lie. the uh he lied well, i feel lie. like he did lie about some things but you gotta think a thing small he... lie and a big lie are they they a little different. The only and thing I he think didn't lie about put a lot more. The only thing he didn't lie about was uh that it was the nighttime and it probably was cold. That was it, you know. Uh I mean, I he think lied he lied, but else. I think the lie is it's more to the lie. So I want him to kind of come out and tell us all of it. Like what what really happened? You know what I'm saying? What really went down? Because make no mistake, we everybody seems to forget about the white boy Ryan, the Olympian. No, well, people his say, lie was nation like he lied, <laughs> but like he, a he big lost, lie. He lost that was a, a humongous lie. But he did lose a lot more than Jesse, though. Like he lost a hundred thousand dollar deal, and he lost a whole lot of shit, though. He you lost a saying? whole lot of shit, but he still had a whole lot of shit to make no mistake about yeah. that. And, then, and I mean, they he, also considered it as him just being boys will be boys. You know what I mean? Like it was a oh, uh, that's Caucasian's favorite line. Yeah, oh, so you know they love that. Certain uh certain what? white media would would say it like that, but uh one of my favorite um uh gifs or gifs, however you say it, of uh Al Roker stirring that stirring that uh stirring the straw in the in the, in the uh in the cup or whatever. That came oh, yeah. that came from that when when the guy was um what was it Billy Bush? Yeah, it was Billy Bush saying that he was a young kid or whatever, whatever. And Al Roker was just sitting up there frustrated, you know what I'm saying? That's where that that's where that came from. So it was some people in the media that was like trying to take him to task for him lying or whatever, but certain people like they but did not, like, but not many. 
yeah, and he's still Olympic. looked at as an Olympian. And and he's still, you know, none of his think none of the things that he done were taken away from him. And I feel like what they're gonna do with Jesse is they're gonna be like make him like dirt. Failing to realize that he does, you know, he's he's doing music, he's doing acting, and he has been out for a while, and they're going to take all of that away from him. And I mean, that's the part that I don't like. Uh, and another part that I don't like, too, is I feel like in years to come, his vindication or whatever is going to be him having some type of TV show where we're supposed to follow along in the life of him to see how he has... Um, how he has recommitted himself to being a better person and blah 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 and I just ain't I just ain't gonna be watching it because I just don't fuck with TV like that so I ain't even gonna get to see uh, him reinvent himself and be a better person and also whenever you were saying I just wanted him to tell us the whole truth it kind of gave me the feeling of like whenever you don't lie to your parents growing up and they be like just tell the truth you ain't gonna get a beating and mm -hmm. then as soon as he come out here and tell the truth we gonna be like now Jesse you motherfucking knew better mm -hmm. like He's still well, gonna get in trouble. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna drag him now because that's just how we are culture, culturally. We're gonna still drag him, but because you shouldn't have lied. But with all of the stuff that we have going on, we have what he portrayed, we do have that out here. We do yeah. have people that really feel like that, that really think that way, that would probably really say those things or do something like that. So you don't have to create monsters or hate or you don't have to create it. We we really have it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We already got that. So that was the disconnect for me. Like, come on, Jesse. I feel I'ma like love him. I'ma love him. I ain't gonna say I'ma fuck with him though. I'ma love him, but you know, with his projects, what he got going on, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna be able to do that. I mean, if whatever he puts out is good enough, then he'll be all right. But if the shit whack, then he's gonna just fall to the wayside, you know what I'm saying? So by the wayside. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I want him to su to succeed and excel. I really, really do. After this, I don't really know how he will, but I do want him to continue. You know, I want him to get the help that he needs because I do think he need a little bit of help, too. So I want him to get the help that he needs as well. I mean, I'm, I sure I, I'm terribly sure that I don't give a damn. It ain't like he come <laughs> from like a, a super poor ass family, like a couple don't all his siblings act and all kind of shit like that. So they got bread. So He'll be all yep. right. He just won't yeah, be on TV no more. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. He just won't be getting the the sixty five thousand dollars an episode no more because he wanted to get more than that and he faked them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> y'all, first of all, I don't I don't even want to drag this story out anymore. But when you said sixty five thousand dollars, it reminded me of the skit from the Daily. Is it the Daily Show? What's my man name? Yeah, oh, the Daily yeah. Show. The oh girl, that was the funniest thing. Yeah, oh my god, son. That was the oh. funniest thing I, I done watched probably on the internet in the last couple of days. Bro. I laughed a lot. It was and funny. to say it was Lifetime, because Lifetime movies dead be trash as fuck like that. Bro, I was, <laughs> I was so fucking tickled, I couldn't even. Yeah, All right. Is. We done with okay. Jesse. <laughs> we done with Jesse. But these jokes gonna fly. No, I'm sorry. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody else we might be done with, Steve Harvey. Uh, you know, we talked, oh, hell yeah. we talked about Steve Harvey last week on the show about him and Monique, how uh, they had a heated coon. conversation. Uh, coon. You got coon. You here, Coon? Coon. Well, we'll, coon Harvey. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> but now he appears to have some remorse about how he spoke to Monique on his show last week. Uh, no, he don't. No, he don't. When he spoke <laughs> over her and suggested that uh, money trumps integrity, uh, the, show, the talk show host recently told people that he wished he chose his words carefully when speaking no, to the don't. Oscar winner uh, about 
how her career and being blackballed in Hollywood. Uh, he said, I've got to slow down when I'm talking, Harvey told the publication, adding, I can't get into heated discussions and I've got to just guard my words more carefully. Harvey also admitted that he regrets how the entire integrity conversation went down, which made others doubt his own integrity. Uh, he says, I take full responsibility for it. It came out of my mouth, so I can't say that I didn't say it. But to people that really know me, I have lived my whole life as a man of integrity. So when I was referring to integrity in that interview, I was talking about the method in which things were being done, and that is, what is it? and that is all it was. Um, so, Benita, um, you don't believe him. You think he a coon? And um, can I say something? Yeah. Is it didn't Steve Harvey go see Trump? Didn't he meet with Trump? Yeah, he did, mm. but it was oh, okay. Was, but all right. I ain't, I ain't right. trying to. I ain't trying to defend Steve Harvey, but it was a couple other black people that went too, like John. Oh, uh, John I know. Brown, I know, you know there were saying? other black people, but <clears throat> I'm just saying with his defense that he has, it, it's bullshit. It's bullshit to me. He only saying something because we saying something. If nobody, if if everybody would have been applauding what Steve Harvey said, do you think he would have retracted his statement? He wouldn't have retracted oh, the no. motherfucking thing. Oh, okay. Okay. The only thing. He only. Go ahead, Brandon. The, the thing with me though is. Even last week, I said he didn't mean integrity. Because she yes, said, no, no, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Because she said integrity first. And he was so quick to try to um, respond. He said integrity. I know exactly what he meant the whole time what he was saying. Because I, like I, like I said what last week, mean? we all do that type of shit, right? With whatever type of jobs we get, you know what I'm saying? Black people, we call it cold switching. We don't act the same way we act in the streets that we do when we go to corporate jobs. You know what I'm saying? We put on a different face. That's what he's saying. Like he was saying with him, I mean with Monique and her husband, they can't handle things the way they would with us that they do with black, I mean with white people because they're not going to get the same type of results. Even like with their conversation, like with the way those two, they were talking, a lot of people took it as him yelling at her or arguing with her. I took it as yeah. him him talking like sometimes when I'm talking to my homeboys, or even Courtney talking to me or something like that, she might talk loud or whatever. Somebody on the outside looking in may say, damn, he, she yelling at him or he yelling at her or whatever. But to, to, to the people inside of it, you know what I'm saying? They just having a heated discussion. Even in the, even in the interview, he said, you know what I'm saying? He said to her, like, we having this argument or whatever. And, and, and uh, Monique was like, no, baby, we're not having an argument. We're just having a discussion. And he was like, you're right, you're right. And they started talking about something else, you know what I'm saying? I think people just took the whole shit out of proportion just because they don't like Steve Harvey. Like, I don't fuck with Steve Harvey, period. You know what I'm saying? I say, I, I done called a nigga coon on here a whole lot of times. But, like, for this shit right here, I think what he was telling Monique, he was trying to tell her a way, like, you just can't talk to white people. You can't act a certain way to white people and try to get what the Amy Schumer's got or the Chris Rock's got or the Dave Chappelle's get or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't get to them levels. You know what I'm saying? But but my debate is on that. Why not? When I worked in corporate America, I was me. Okay? I had a Black Panther poster in my office cubicle. I would wear my afro. To, like, they knew who I was. I don't... I, when people do that to me, I ain't doing that. Like, that's not how I'm rocking. If, if I'm... This, this is who I am 24-7. I don't get to turn my black on and off. I'm not doing it. And I know a lot of people do do it for jobs and stuff, so I'm not knocking nobody that does. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm not doing it. So me critiquing Steve Harvey was based off of knowing something that I would do. He said exactly what he meant. What he meant was sometimes you got to shut up to feed your family. 
And if that's the case, I don't want to be a part of that because I know I know with life in general that no matter what I do, no matter what happens, if I'm working in corporate America, if I'm flipping burgers, the universe is going to always take care of me no matter what. I'm going to be taken care of regardless. So to tell me that I need to sacrifice my integrity for a coin. Yeah, no, I'm never doing that ever. I don't give a damn what nobody say. And then the argument part, I don't think they were arguing. No, I don't think that they were arguing. But what I do know is that he didn't let her talk. I that's what I do thing. know. I said the same he didn't thing let last her, week. He did not let her speak. So that's a problem for me. You don't get to just talk over me because you want to make your point. You was talking over her to make a point that was stupid. Now look at your ass. Now you retracting your statement because you got backlash. Not because that's truly how you feel. Because I bet behind closed doors, Steve Harvey is telling Marjorie, um, who's, who's pimping and shit. I bet he's telling her, oh, I meant what I said. I meant that, but he telling us something different because he's receiving backlash. I ain't like Steve since he told women how to, to think like a man and act like a woman. You don't get the right to tell me what to do. You a man, you don't tell me how to act. I'm gonna act like a woman and I'm gonna think like one too. I didn't like that either. I felt like he was he was playing on women's emotions because he know there are a lot of single women in the world who want to have a man. And I feel like he was playing on that for a chick. Yeah. And that's why I don't fuck with him, period. I don't give a damn. What my aunt, my aunts, uncles, all of them, they love Steve Harvey. Love him. Of course, old people, they love him, love him. Me, he don't do a thing for me. And what I he said is what he meant. In I my feel the same way about how he like play on people, but I feel like there are numerous amount of men that play on all oh, women yeah. that try oh, to yeah. tell a woman how to be a woman and to get a man. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and and I just been trying, but let us dare not speak and tell a man how they need to act to get a woman because that okay. society says that's not a thing. Um, but even moving beyond that, I didn't like um his tone with Monique and or the overall conversation. I don't believe that they were arguing, but I felt like he had so much shit that he been wanted to say to her that he never mm -hmm. reached out to her to say that it came across real aggressive. And I can mm -hmm. see that because a lot of times I'm a very aggressive person, so people say, um, in how and uh, how he spoke to her. And the fact mm -hmm. that he could never let her get a word in, I would have, if I would have been Monique, I would have had to been like, all right, now you're going to have to shut the fuck up. But like I told Brandon last week, I feel like he did, he had that conversation with her on air for a purpose, but in all actuality, he should have set his ass at the crib and had that conversation with her. That way, she could have been 100% herself and said what the fuck she wanted to say, and he could have been 100% himself and said what the fuck he wanted to say, and he wouldn't have been on us an apology, because bitch, we wouldn't have known about it. Period. Mm -hmm. But he but he did it for, for you know, he did it. It was definitely, it was strategic. He planned it. Okay, I'm going to have Monique on the show. Monique been causing all of this stuff. Why the hell hasn't Steve reached out? How long has Monique stuff been going on? Over, what, five months? Five, six months now? Because she came out last year, probably towards the end of last year, about how she felt about Netflix. And you mean to tell me that you ain't reached out to her not one time? Nah, but see, now, all of a sudden, you know, no, I know you busy. But if I'm your friend, if I'm your friend, you're going to reach out to me. I don't give a shit. Didn't they say something in the interview about them having a group chat or some shit like that? Oh, I don't, I don't. I don't recall. I think she. I think. I, I, I think they did say because she was like, "You talked to me or whatever." You could have said that. Uh, you could have because 
the thing that she got, she said she got upset with him was with was um. Damn, I hear echo. Hold on. Me too. Um. Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from. Um. Anyway, she said that uh, the thing that she she got upset with him about was. God damn it! Hold on, hold on. This aggravate. Hold on one second, yeah. The uh, okay. So the one thing that he that she said to him was that Steve Harvey went public and said some things about the situation before he talked to her, and then they had a discussion. So he talked to her before they went on his TV show. Um. So they have had a discussion on, you know what I'm saying, on the TV. I just feel like the they should have had the whole conversation off the TV. I don't, I don't think so because her image is fucked up, you know what I'm saying? She's been on all these shows, The Breakfast Club and uh, The View and The Talk and all kind of shit. So if it was somebody that's supposed to be in her corner or whatever, she need to be on their show too to um kind of get people on her side a little bit more that's that's just me though i mean i understand where you coming from but also that ain't his responsibility even as her friend because even if he had brought her on the show and didn't even handle her that way and gave her all the tools to like quote unquote redeem herself or get more people on her side she could have still fumbled and been her been her same self or she could have got off the show and still did the next thing that was still going to make her look bad. Ain't nobody, I feel like ain't nobody responsible for that but her and her husband. And for me, it'd be more her husband than her. Yeah, I think it's definitely more her husband. I, and I, I said, even when I seen them, I think they have a podcast or something together and they did it live or something and his energy was just awful. I couldn't even watch. I couldn't even listen or watch because his energy was so bad and I was just like damn baby girl that's your downfall right there but I'm gonna just move on because that ain't my business yeah I, um, is it true that his show getting canceled I heard that yeah I don't know if it I don't, I don't know if that's that's true or not I know they say like Kelly Clarkson damn I can't even talk Kelly Clarkson like her show she's gonna replace him or whatever but he came on one time and said that's not true, whatever. So I don't know. Wait a minute. You said Kelly Clarkson, like the singer? Yeah. Yeah. She got a show? She gonna she gonna have a show. Like it's supposedly gonna um replace him and his show. I, that just feel real Ricky Lake esque. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't. I, I don't think I would want to see a show with Kelly Clarkson. Me I don't think either. I would be interested at all. Like, like what is girl, she bringing to the table? Like the what first American Idol winner. What What are you gonna do? I'm just right. not, not interested. I'm not the last interested. thing I heard about her, she was married, she had kids, and she was big. Mm-hmm. What What we What we, What's she gonna do? What's she gonna bring to the table? I mean, I ain't watching anyway because I ain't no real big fan of TV. But what she What's she about to do? Nothing. She about to bring. Okay, she about to bring that fifty three percent, I guess. Oh yeah, I'm not interested. I'm good. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That's okay. Thank you, Kelly. No thank you. Well, y'all. I, I hope. Not. Well, I don't know. She might have some person. And then another thing, I never even know her to have a personality for real. Right. So I don't even. I can't really see that. Carrie Underwood got more personality than her shit. At least she had us tearing up cars and shit behind a nigga cheating. I don't even know what what did Kelly yeah. Clarkson do? Uh, yeah. she, she made an album about being fat. I don't know. 
<laughs> All right. I'm just trying to figure out what was a vibe that she ever gave me. And I ain't I don't got one. Like what was the anthem for her? Yeah, I don't okay, yeah, nah, I we good. If you ain't never even gave me a motherfucking anthem, you can't what you what you on TV talking to me about? I mean, shit, Steve Harvey been doing this thing for a minute. I figured it, I mean, maybe they figured they can get some white woman in there to do her thing, shit. I mean, because they always figure some white woman can come up in there and do some shit that her ass can't do. Never. I ain't even finna get caught up on that tangent. Um, but why are we talking about Caucasian bullshit? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I watch Abducted in Plain Sight, y'all. Oh, Is we did? talking about it? Oh. Have you, have you watched it, uh, Benita? Yes, child. <laughs> Listen. Nah. <laughs> Now, a couple weeks back when Brandon wanted to talk about it and I hadn't watched it yet and I don't remember if it was you or it was a comment you read or someone sent an email because we got a couple emails about this this here movie and it was saying, the only thing I could remember watching it, I was like, okay, I they, someone said they practically gave the child to this man. So oh, yeah. I'm thinking when I'm watching it that maybe it's going to be like subtle because that statement being made here on the show was the only time I had seen anything, a statement like that made like on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere. I hadn't seen that statement. So I'm thinking maybe it's going to be like real like quick. Like if I don't catch it, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss how they gave the girl to the man. Mm-hmm. Bitch, the shit mm-hmm. was playing as day all throughout the motherfucker. I was in here pressed making my goddamn pancakes, okay? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. You know, the whole thing was a damn, it was a hot ass mess. It really was, number it, one. It, it, it just, y'all was both having sex with the man. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? never he was sleeping in the bed it was just too much girl his therapy for six for four months you laying upside my daughter in the bed because your therapist bitch you and your therapist finna i'm finna put i'm finna unload the clip in y'all ass i don't and he's talking about so i relieved him yeah oh lord yeah he was, you know, the, everything was just disgusting to me. The whole thing kind of creeped me out from the beginning it was it just goes to show how how strong a predator's influence is on a child. She didn't have no, she was so oblivious to what the hell was really going on. And I could imagine being in a car and a voice talking to me on a speaker and I'm young and it's telling me something. I mean, well, not me, cause I'm a little different, but right. I, can, <laughs> I can understand a child. I can understand how that would manipulate a child. I, I really can. And he was dead wrong for that shit. He was wrong for that shit. Especially back. And him killing himself was definitely justice. It was. was no, I was pissed. I was pissed. I needed that ass to be. I needed that ass to be drugged to the jailhouse. Like sit your ass and post up in there. I am sorry. Maybe I have a different outlook on it because I'm not one that is afraid of death. I definitely feel like it's a natural part of life. I don't. I don't believe in all the hoopla that people sell that they say gonna happen after one dies. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was the quickest get out. That was the easiest oh. punishment. And I won't fall. If anything, let me murk his ass. Let let one of the family members have shot him and kill him up. Let me bro- I just wasn't interested in taking his own life. Let me tell you why I say justice. I say it was justice because he knew what he did. You know what I'm saying? I think he knew what he did. I, I, listen, I'm not a, 
I'm not a person who's opposed to the death penalty. I understand when people be like, oh, let them sit, let them think, let them write. But I ain't, mm -mm, I ain't opposed to that. Yeah, off yourself. When people kill other people, I be like, why you didn't just kill your fucking self? Like, what, what, yeah. where did that, where was that. that disconnect? You know what I'm saying? So for me, when he shot himself, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, bye, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he knew what time it was. That whole damn documentary, it really threw me. Cause in the beginning, I'm gonna tell you why it threw me first at first. Cause she was just so jolly about telling a story, right? And I'm like, well, how are you dealing with this? And then I realized that, you know, they had these books out and they did all of this stuff and this is that and the third. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. Now it makes more sense. Y'all been speaking on it a lot more because I felt like she was just a little bit too She was real happy jolly. to tell us about them yeah, aliens, like, girl, I, and how they was going to come like, Susan, girl. She was real happy to tell I, us about the aliens. I was like, why is she so damn jolly? But then it all was full circle to me. And then it made me think like, well, damn, mama and daddy, were y'all doing this? For this like what was your whole mama done wrote a book ain't right. nobody saying nothing about mama like mama you just so I'm gonna, mama be, and I'm daddy, gonna be honest like, the mama had me pressed um and I feel like whatever guilt she's living with like I invited this man in my home she need to live with it period I don't give a damn mm -hmm. how many books they write I don't give a damn if the like what movies mm -hmm. come from it I don't give a damn what how the daughters love on them the mama had definitely needed uh, to feel every bit of what she's feeling right now. Only thing is, I just, and maybe this is just how I feel about Caucasians as a whole, but I just don't believe that she feel anything. I feel like she said that shit on TV because she needed to say it, but I don't feel like she feels shit. She was too motherfucking in love with that little dirty, low down nigga. What is she? Wasn't it so nasty? Listen, yes, how your daughter come say, I want to marry him, and then you go and have a fuck fest with him for eight months. I mean, make it make sense. Hold up, that happened too? Nothing made sense about it. Yeah, they were having sex. They were yeah, they had, him they and the mama was having sex. Hold on, one at Him a time. and the daddy was having sex. I know, yeah, okay, but I mean the eight months. I forgot about the eight months. I thought the eight months was... Him and uh, the daughter gone for eight No, no, whenever... The daughter came back after the first time he uh -huh. took her, and the daughter just like was open up. Was like, I want to marry B. I want to marry B. Whatever. Her and the mother and B then started having an affair. She said she went out to his little place and wherever, and in the little trailer, little driving whatever it was, and she stayed out there and they started having sexual intercourse and it was fucking for eight months and that's why the daddy served her ass like you got to get out of the house and i just don't like for me oh, okay even, i forgot I, about maybe, that part maybe it's just the way my loyalty set up like the whole situation screwed but then i'm just kind of like if how your child come to you and say they want to marry somebody and the somebody they telling you they want to marry is the person that abducted them but you go on later and sleep with this same person. See the dude, the dude B, he got like he was just ahead of his time. It sounded fucked up. The he same. was really, he really but was. He was like he was using 2019 mind manipulation tactics back in the 60s and 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just too much for them people. He was really too much for them. And that's how he was able to do it for that longer period of time. Because also when I was watching TV and I was like damn like white folk was really this gullible in in 1977 and 1976 like i'm confused and Everybody i'm just was, trying though. to think of a time where any black man that i know 
or have ever known that is a heterosexual black man would ever be riding in the car with their homeboy and their homeboy be talking about how they ain't getting up from his wife and they just need a relief. And so then yeah, that black man gonna then reach his hand over and jack this man dick off because he need relief because that's just his friend so much so. But the, through the whole thing, whenever he said that, I was like, oh, I'm finna burn. I'm finna burn up all the pancakes in here. But also, because I had to stop and watch him, watching his mannerisms and how he was telling the story. And I, I felt like his emotion was genuine. You could sense genuine embarrassment whenever he told that. And he had ought to be. I didn't get that same genuineness from the mama. Oh, who the dad? Yeah, the dad yeah. was the dad was hurt. He, he was, was hurt. I think he I think he was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like I really he was embarrassed. He was, and you could tell that just by his mm -hmm. tone and his energy. The mama was just like, Oh yeah, you know, I did it. I had Man, a dad. That daddy was and gay. You said it was the daddy gay. The daddy, gay. The, the daddy oh, yeah. gay. the daddy gay. The only the thing gay. the only thing about it is he was just born too soon. He was born he if he was born <laughs> later on. He could be gay and be out or whatever. That's the only thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Because, because, the time. Yeah, the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if he was really like, because uh, a straight dude back then, he probably would have killed that man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like back, and then it was living like in the Midwest somewhere. He probably got all kinds of guns and shit. He probably would have killed the fuck out of that man. You right. You and that would have been the end that. of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, out there in Utah and Wyoming and shit. That's why you won't even be going there. That's why, you know. <laughs> That exactly why. That's exactly why. Okay. I mean, because you don't even go up in them type places. I mean, you know, because you, you talk right beside Idaho. We all know uh, Dama ass was up in there. I just feel like they just lived some by some real different set of standards. And, and when he came back in and finessed the goddamn affidavit for them to sign off on that said they wasn't pressing no more charges. As a parent, I feel like there should have been some type of parental something that set off in them. That's just kind of like, I don't give a fuck what you say about me or what you put out about me. We still moving forward because this is my child and you're supposed to protect your child at all costs. Oh, but you don't want nobody to know you was jacking this nigga dick off up in the car. So now you got to sign the affidavit. Oh, see, please. that's the 70s. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. You know who, who pissed me off? The parents that didn't piss me off as bad as his brother. Oh, right. Because the brother knew, like, the brother knew he was a piece of shit, like, because he said, told a story about this other family, like, I guess he tried to run, run some game on this other family, and they ran him out of town. I don't know if it was a couple other towns or whatever. I can't remember, but I know he talked about at least one other, um, one other, one other uh, family that that he tried that on. And he, they, you know, the family uh, ran him out of town or whatever. Um, but the brother, he was, he wasn't like talking about his brother like he was a despicable person or whatever. He, because he said something like, "We didn't really have a word for that back then." Like now, you know, you call him a pedophile, but back then we just thought he was weird or some shit. Like, and he even talked to how his brother slept with the sister when the sister was six. Yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then, then this was my part. At first, I was like, okay, so the brother energy is okay. Like, I know my brother pedophile. Like, I know he low down dirty. When he let them motherfucker come sell cars for him, I'm like, oh, he was selling them fast. I was like, oh, this, this, oh, mm, I can't say what I was gonna say. I'm, I'm, I'm working on. It. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, but yeah, I just was like, these motherfuckers. They're like, they're, they know no bounds. Like, I just feel like overall, like. 
The whole shit was just selfish. I don't want nobody to know why Jack is dick in the car, so we gotta let him just have our daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't we don't want nobody to know that I've been sleeping with having an affair for eight months, so we gotta just let him have our daughter. And then the second time, well, we don't want the FBI to know he took our daughter again, so we ain't even gonna call them to two weeks later. And then they sit on the phone and keep having them fucking conversations. I don't know if she out here prostituting, selling drugs. I know the FBI said keep talking to him, keep having the conversations. Bitch, where about? I can't have the conversation. I'm pressed. When you call me, do you got my child? Do you know what my child is? You ready for me to tell? You ready to tell me today? Okay, fuck up off my line. Because if I come find you, I'm unloading the clip up in that ass. Bye. Uh-huh. If the FBI uh-huh. can't trace it and missing a little bit questions, they can just kiss my ass too. Because I ain't got shit for them. I'm not going to be on the phone. Do you still want to marry her? Does she still want to marry What the fuck are we talking about? I think I think the family, like the family was just happy that she was still alive. You know what I'm saying? At that point. And maybe that's the part of me where I ain't got no kids, so I don't know how that type of of excitement works. All I know is I'm ready to unload the clip up in your ass about my child. Period. Mm-hmm. Exclamation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta catch that bullet. Easy. Yeah. Period. Oh, no, I and I just gotta say this in the courthouse, questioning her about if she, how much money she made off the book, and if she was gonna make a movie. I was just trying to sit in there like, so don't nobody feel crazy enough to come in the courtroom with a gun and just shoot him right then, cause that was the type of shit I'm on. You ain't finna sit in this courtroom and be looking at me in my eyes, questioning me about if I think I'm finna make a movie off of it, about what I told ABC or CBS. What? Yeah, you don't get the right. You don't get. You don't even get to talk to me. Thank you. Don't you. Get to say a motherfucking word to me. You don't get to say shit. I don't care what it is. You can't even say. You can't even. Don't even look at me. Matter of fact, you can't even look at me. How about that? See that family? I'm ready. I think they, it's a whole lot that they're not telling, especially like. The I, think so and the I think so too. And that's why you know what I'm saying they allow that type of shit, like him to talk to her and all kind of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I think they just. They just not. They not telling the whole truth or whatever. I think it was a lot more fucking and sucking going on between that daddy and that mama and 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 the the um and the dude and B. Yep. I don't like calling him that because that's what I call my wife and he's just ruining it. Yeah. He just ruined it. He just ruined <laughs> it. That. But mm-hmm. him, yeah, I think it was a lot more going on, and also with his little strange wife too, the little the little strange wife. I think some shit was going on with her too. That, mm-hmm. but only thing they could do for her character is to not really put her in there. Man, fuck all that. I think they all had some kind of wild orgy. Mm-hmm, me too. He turned all of them. He turned all of them out. Yeah, everybody got turned out for sure. Yep. You can trust that. Yep. Because when he said it on the tape, he said, um, I entered a homosexual relationship with her dad. They only told us about one part. Right. The, the jacking off part. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. said they entered a homosexual relationship. At that time, he was pretty much confessing everything. So I don't feel like he would have lied about that. Because mm-hmm. he knew no shame. He didn't feel like he yeah. did anything wrong. And he wasn't shame about none of that shit. So he yeah. had no reason to say homosexual relationship. And then you come around here and be like, well, I, I relieved him in the car. And I understand you was embarrassed and all that and all this. But I was happy at the end. They were able to be like, we did a lot of wrong. Oh, bitch, I'm uh-huh. sure. And I'm sure it's a lot more wrong y'all ain't put in this Netflix documentary in, in, in to save yourselves, like how y'all done time and time again. That's why he was able to have y'all daughter believe in aliens was going to come kill up everybody. If, they had if she ain't had no baby by 16. Damn, he really... 
He he damn near like R. Kelly on that other tape talking about my fourteen year old pussy. <laughs> yeah, you did talk about that. You make me sick. Something else that'll make you sick is this principal at, at this uh, school in Tennessee. You like that segue? You you little whatever. What she did? Uh, well, the principal comes under under fire for swapping Black History Month for Multicultural Month. Um, instead of using the shortest month of the year to teach Black History. Blackman Elementary School has opted to instead teach about various cultures across the world. Uh, the principal, Cynthia Ford, wrote that there would be there would not be enough months in the school year to recognize and celebrate all students represented here. Um, that's a letter she wrote to a black parent um, that was outraged. The parent, Rashonda Taylor, yes, that's a black-ass name, uh, <laughs> was not against teaching children about different cultures. Her problem is that these cultures were, are being taught during, during a month de- designed to champion black history when they could be taught in different in a different month. Uh, it should also be noted that nearly every cultural heritage month takes place in a month during the academic school year. Um, the Black History Month trade-in doesn't mark the first time Ford has been the subject of nationally reported outcry from parents as Two escaped prisoners were on the loose in the area. The principal placed the school on lockdown, leaving 22 children to wait outside for their bus to an after-school service. What? Um, so why won't you just let the kids back in the fucking school? Why? Um, so, yeah, uh, that happened in Tennessee. Uh, another thing that happened Black History Month. I know. Was, what that, that was on your page, Benita, where somebody was talking about... Um, what did happen in Rock Hill? Some kids were out picking cotton and singing Negro spirituals. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, and we had a little discussion with one. I, I don't know who the person is or whatever, but she was like, she didn't feel like that was um offensive or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like picking cotton, like. I get a, I read through it. I, I get read a, through the whole thing. I get a little feeling when I pass by a cotton field now, like me too. I just asked mm-hmm. her, like, how are you not offended? Like, my, well, the read, first thing. Oh, oh go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just when I read her response. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm reading this after the fact. Like Brandon had already responded, you had already responded, Benita. But I was reading it, and I like the whole time reading it. Like I felt this in my stomach. Like I need to respond to her. Like I need her to understand. Like this just like this feeling is bigger than just Brandon and Benita. Like she need to understand. Like bitch, what? But then mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't. I sometimes I have a problem with um. I don't debating and I'm using air quotes because I just don't even feel like there should be a debate and I don't even know or disagreeing with one um as it regards about black shit like I just I just don't have the capacity for it. and sometimes I don't feel the need to be respectful when it's about black shit so I just left I just didn't even respond to it but I was mm-hmm. pressed my thing about it is here I had a friend who called me um me and Tanae, actually, we had a conversation because she she had a different opinion about what I felt. And what I told her was, I said, I understand what you're saying, because what she was basically saying was that she, once she went to a cotton field and she felt it and she was on a slave, uh, like a tour, and she touched everything and she got to understand, it made her have more respect for 
what happened. It made her understand more. It made her feel it. And while I understood what she was saying, as far as perspective goes, I do think that children should go to cotton fields. Absolutely. Do I think that they should be picking cotton? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Do I think that they should be singing slave songs? Absolutely mm -hmm. not. Now, the going part, I understand. And I'm a, I am a person who is earthy. I love the earth. So if I was to ever go to a cotton field, I probably would walk and let my hands touch the cotton or I would be like, okay, what's, you know, just to feel queen, um, just to feel what's going on. However, I don't feel like those children had that, that option. And also it wasn't taken seriously. It was joking. Mm. They was laughing. They was playing and doing all of this stuff. And that is where the disconnect came from for me. Um, I feel like our ancestors wouldn't have wanted us to be in a cotton field picking cotton. Now, what I would have done is I would have taken them in June or July or in the summertime so that they could understand it a little bit more and it could have been a lot more serious. What they did was definitely ineffective to me because the kids thought it was a joke. They was laughing, joking, singing songs. No, I don't think this isn't a joke. It don't work like that. It was an I elementary feel. school, right? Was it was what it a, what was it an elementary school? It was an elementary school. Yeah, that ain't not for no elementary kid to get. Like you're not gonna, that's what I was getting. You're not gonna get the importance of also, that as an elementary. As, and that's also another thing too. I think you can get the importance in elementary school, but I think that there should have been every child wasn't able to go do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Every child wasn't. They were fifth graders. All the fifth probably weren't, weren't ready to go and understand and receive that. But that's where the teaching part comes in. I feel like the teacher dropped the ball a little bit, too, because, again, it was a joke. It was laughing. It was, you know what I'm saying? And they're never going to take anything serious if we don't. We have to first take it mm -hmm. serious and then teach it. And then they will kind of understand. But picking cotton, singing slave songs, that's going to always be a no for me. Yeah. I can't say you wouldn't have wanted that shit. Hell for no. me. I feel like my ancestors may feel like okay, everything is getting a bit out of hand. Like the these the up and coming generations aren't as in touch. Okay, cool. But never under no circumstance for me is it okay for my child to go or my child that I don't have at this moment <laughs> to go on any type of field trip with anybody that is not me. Uh, exactly. And exactly. do anything of the sort with regards to a cotton field or going to mm -hmm. a plantation. Because I remember going to school in South Carolina, there was field trips to the plantations in Charleston. Like, and even when I did it then, but also I am different. I had already done read plenty of books. I'd already had my own opinions and views about a whole lot of things that I didn't ever voice to my family or anybody because I didn't want nobody trying to change my thought process so i already knew like when i was going here like i ain't here for this shit period i'm just mm -hmm. not oh, yeah. here for it. you can't tell me about it period so moving forward i just already knew none of that shit gonna fly with me as it pertains to my children when i have them they can't ever go on those type field trips with the school because one thing that i've learned as an adult is school don't teach you half the shit that you need to know 
to be a functioning adult, number one. Number two, they don't even touch the tip of the iceberg as as it regards to black history. And ain't nobody teaching my black child black history like they black ass parents, period. No, the whole thing that was just a no-go, period. The school shouldn't have went. And I and, and my thing was, why the fuck? Who signed off? Like that was my thing. Who signed off? If and, and I'm with you right there. If 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 we're going, I'm taking you. You're not going with a school because there's no telling what the hell they're gonna say, what they're gonna teach you, what they're gonna have you out there doing. Absolutely not. So singing slave songs and and then I read the article of the song, and I was like, ain't no way them kids was out there singing this. Ain't What's no damn you? way. Y'all had kids out here singing this shit. I feel like our ancestors would have wanted it. I feel like they would have said, we done did this. You ain't got to understand what I did, but you ain't got to do this. You don't have to do this. So I never would put my child. Now, if I, was to, if I took my own child and my child was like, okay, um, can I touch it? Or can I, can I, you know, what, how does it work? That's different. But y'all taking my child? No. Then in Rock Hill, I was like, South Carolina is so far behind. It drives me up a wall. That's all y'all could do. Y'all couldn't teach them about the rebellion. Y'all couldn't teach them about liberation. Y'all couldn't teach them about none of that. Y'all wanted to take them to a cotton field. Mm -hmm. Really? Uh, Like, uh, that's where it was for me. I was just like, out of all of the things that black people have done and how they liberated themselves and how they've become a better people. You want to go to them to you steal some cotton picking niggas. <laughs> a cotton field, like out of all of the things that y'all could have done, they just dropped the ball totally on that. Like you can't totally. really, you can't get a kid, especially a ten year old. You can't get a ten year old to wrap their mind around a time when there wasn't cell phones. So you expect me to believe that a kid gonna understand the difference of the time period it was when, like, people had to pick cotton. You know what I'm saying? Forced to pick mm-hmm. cotton. You ain't gonna. You nobody's gonna make me believe nobody's that. Make so. Uh, and they like picking cotton was a hobby. That shit wasn't a hobby. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, what are y'all? Why are y'all taking them there? Like, y'all making them go there for what? What's the lesson? I understand what y'all are trying to do, but what what lesson did y'all teach them? Because all they was doing was laughing mm-hmm. and joking on the video. They was, you know, they were just so enthused. They didn't understand what the hell was going on. They you know. Yeah. Um. In other Black History news. Um. Did we talk about the Burberry shit last week? Or that happened this no. week? Oh, I thought you were talking about today. That happened this week. That happened this past week. Okay. So we didn't talk about it last week. Well, I'm sure uh, the listeners, I'm sure y'all probably know by now that Burberry had, uh, they, we were at a fashion show and uh, it was a hoodie that was designed and it had a noose around the neck of the hoodie. Um, they've since apologized. Uh, so that now they're receiving backlash. Um, it was said that one of the models said that it was in bad taste or whatever, and the uh, I guess the designer or whoever was running the fashion show was like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? And then I, they also said that there was some jokes that was made. I'm at the fashion show or whatever, so I'm just just looking closely because uh, if you Saint Laurent have some fool shit or. Uh, uh, a Versace or something, or Givenchy, then I'm gonna be smelling pretty regular, cause my cologne collection's gonna take a take a hit. You know what I'm saying? I done, I gotta sit the Burberry and the Gucci to the side. To the side. That's all. I ain't buying no Gucci clothes or nothing. But 
I get a cologne. Um, I do too. I wear Gucci Gucci the cologne, and I was pissed because I'm out, and I was just like, "Well, ain't buying that. Like, what I'm finna wear?" Get you some aqua du jour or some shit. Maybe they good. So yeah, uh, so that happened. But uh, and something that's good that happened. Well, it started off as bad. Um, it was a white. Alabama news at newspaper editor uh, who ad- advocated for the revival of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, he's turning over control of the small weekly to a black woman. Uh, the Democrat reporter of Linden, Alabama, announced Friday that Alicia R. Dexter will take over as publisher and editor of from Goodloe Sutton, uh, who has run the 140-year-old paper since the 1960s. Uh, Dexter, 46, told Associated Press that Sutton will retain ownership of the newspaper, which has circulation of about 3,000, um, but she will handle everything else. Um, Sutton had a history of publishing racially and eth- ethnically insensitive editorials, and Dexter said she hoped her appointment would let the community know this is everybody's paper. Um, so, yeah, this person, he was... Uh, and this was in Alabama, you said? Yeah, this happened in Alabama. Yeah, this happened in Alabama. Um, this I really don't like Alabama. I don't like Alabama. I don't like Mississippi, South Carolina, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> but I don't like it, it. You know, it amazes me the things that happen in these places and mm-hmm. these towns and these small, you know, southern Bible Belt, you know, places. Like it really. It saddens me that we're so far behind, but we've come so far, mm-hmm. but we're still so far behind. It really saddens me. It it really, really does. And I'm I'm gonna send up a you know some love and light for that sister because she's probably getting ready to deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of um so like yeah. hate mail and shit. So we're gonna have to send a lot of love and light to her because Alabama is racist. I mean as fuck. Shit. Alabama <laughs> races. Like, New York races. Virginia races. California yeah. races. Every place races. You know, Virginia, it's funny about Virginia. We were taking my um my baby cousin to the army, her little station. And we were going into Virginia. And they had the big when I tell y'all, I don't think I've seen a Confederate flag standing up that high. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking As about. As you're yeah. entering into the state, I was like, what? I said, well, where am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Like I was so confused. I was like, "Are we? You know what I'm saying? Where are we? Like it was huge, and it just made me feel some type of way. The American flag also makes me feel some type of way now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know, <laughs> but it makes uh, me feel not some on type this of way show. now. When I see people wearing the American flag, or if they have it on their hat, or if they got it on a shirt, I automatically look at them as racist because of everything that's happened with Kaepernick and you know the pledge mm-hmm. and all of that. It just makes it. it I don't know. It just I don't yeah. give a fuck about the flag, really. The American flag is just so like at this point. I don't want to say it's like a taboo for me, but like I, I don't I don't like it. And a freestanding on my own, I would not do anything. Like I, I've. I've been like, even in high school, like I wasn't reciting a pledge. I've not been like standing for it. I'm not putting my hand over my chest. I'm not doing anything for the anthem. Like I just have been in that lane. Um, but, and I was tweeting about this, like I hate it because then my wife is in the, in, you know, the U.S. military. And so when I'm places with her, I feel like torn to mm. a degree. 
So what do you do? I don't want to do this, but also I have like an immense amount of respect for you. So you put your hand over your heart? I don't put my hand on my heart, but I do stand up. I don't mm. mouth nothing. I don't say nothing. I still scroll on my phone, but I at least stand up. Where's your integrity? Fuck you. Like, and her and I Shout have out conversations. And she says thank you, but she also understands like my position. Like, me even standing. It's only because of you. It don't got nothing to do with what's going on around me. It don't got nothing to do with this flag, this anthem, what anybody is saying, because sometimes they be singing. It's just all about you. It's because I have such a great respect for you. It's about the fact that you are in the most unorganized, the biggest and most unorganized organization on this planet, and you are a black lesbian woman and at any given time whoa 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 don't ask don't tell what the fuck you doing that's not a thing oh. that's not a thing anymore that's not a thing anymore oh my um, god but at any given time if a white law enforcement officer decided to gun you down you're going to get gunned down and essentially nothing's going to happen and knowing that you still have in your mind like well i still have a goal that i want us to reach as a family so I am setting us up to be in a particular place. So I'm still going to continue along this path. I respect that from her so much because that's something I could never give to her. If I was, if I had enlisted when I was trying to, and then we met, I would have been getting out on the fastest thing. And even if I didn't have a plan, but I'm so sure about myself and my place in the universe and my ancestors, I would have had us out here without no plan, baby. We're going to win this shit because this isn't what I can do. Well, the fact that she does that for me every single day and for herself too, for her own plans and goals, I got to stand up, but only for that reason. And I do sometimes be feeling like a little step alike. I gotta remember not to come to work with your motherfucking ass when you in uniform because mm -hmm. this ain't what I want to do. Like, right. And I totally understand your standpoint and how you feel. That's your direct family. So mm -hmm. I understand why you're doing it on in that regard. Me and Ron, you got no integrity. Ron is a lot more, um, he's a lot more calm than me. And he's a lot more. I want to say he's very respectful. Like he's the, a respectful on, for, person. For the listeners, Ron, that's her boo. Continue. <laughs> that's how I mean. Got okay. her, got her so, all soft and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so when we were at a game, we were we went to a, a basketball game. He stood up, and I didn't. And he understood me, and I understood him. You know Aww. what I'm saying? He has people that are in the military, and whatever the case may be. And, you know, in his family or whatever. So, you know, it's a respect thing. But what I tell people in the military is when they try to, like, have a, you know, a battle with me about it or people that were in the military, veterans or whatever. Let me not say people, but the the gay people, because I've had my gay who's like a, my gay cousin. She was kind of like, I don't really understand why you were standing on the flag. And I was like, I don't really understand why you don't. You can't even be who you are in the military. You can't even be who you really are. So why don't why do you feel like you should defend something that doesn't even defend you? Not your job, but you as a person. Right. They basically telling you, don't ask, don't tell. We don't give a shit. We don't care what you're doing. We don't want to know. But they ain't telling that to the heterosexuals. Mm -hmm. They're not telling that to them. So that's my combat to you know the LGBTQ community that is in the military. And I know it's their job. They have to. But when they like come at me, I'm like, well, 
they don't really give a fuck about you neither. Like for real. Like if we keeping it, it wasn't real, that they don't care. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that they just got rid of "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." That wasn't long ago at all. So was like Tuesday. Um, Shut the fuck! I'm so get your ass on, Brandon. Right. Y'all super serious. I'm trying to throw a joke in here every now and then. Goddamn, y'all got me all. No, I wasn't trying to be serious. I got my. I'm saying I'm joking. I I got my glasses. I got my glasses on and shit. I feel like I'm on. uh, Listen. I was just trying to be serious because at the end of the day, my black ass, the seriousness of my black ass life is important. Preach. And and I think that so much, and this even goes back to Gucci and Burberry and all of that. Mm -hmm. I have those things. You know what I'm saying? My thing with the whole protest was we've been supposed to be protesting a whole bunch of shit. Ain't nobody failed. Nobody followed through. Everybody kind of did their own thing. Like, oh, well, I'm Super Bowl. That's the prime example. Y'all ain't watched the NFL, so y'all say all football season, but then when the Super Bowl come, y'all just can't contain yourself. Y'all just can't help it. Mm-hmm. Like we have to stand on something. So for me, taking my Gucci to the consignment shop or whatever, it was easy for me because this mm-hmm. this is my black ass life. And if you don't give a fuck about my black ass life, it doesn't matter. Now, when I put everything in full circle, the stuff I have is the shit that I have. It is what it is. Burning it, throwing it away. It's kind of stupid in a sense because they done already made their money off of mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. it, it is kind of stupid in a sense. I understand why people wanted to do it or they felt the need to do it, but it was still kind of stupid because you've already bought it. You've already yeah. paid for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If that's the case, give it away. Yeah. Give it to somebody that you know is going to wear it. You know what I mean? Don't just do that. Don't just do that part because it's, it's stupid at this point you're just throwing money down the drain now my black ass life is more important than fashion my black ass life is more important than my gucci belt my you know my black ass life matters so when i say these things i am serious because a lot of time white people caucasians people without melanin they don't really understand and you have to break it down for them in a way that they can understand because that won't get, that way they won't have an excuse to be like, well, I didn't get it. I didn't mm-hmm. quite get it. Or I don't, I, I'm so sick of them saying they didn't get it. Oh, well, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, you knew it was that fucking bad. Mm-hmm. You knew, you just didn't care. You just didn't care. You knew it was that bad. Gucci knew that shit was tacky as hell. They knew that shit was that bad. They knew that that was blackface. I don't know how they didn't think that that was blackface with big. I mean, I don't. If you're gonna do the sweater, what what you need the lips for? Like, if you're gonna have yeah. a covering yeah, of, you need over your mouth, yeah. Why do you need to add red lips? You know, what, I don't. I don't put <coughs> like for people like that's in the racist category, or whatever. I don't really get mad at them, but I I kind of get pissed off at like the black people be like, uh, I don't see what's wrong with it. Y'all tripping and. All kind of shit like that. Them the ones I get pissed yeah, off at. Like, me. man, shut your. Yeah, they annoy me too. Uh, get get the fuck out. Like, of shut up. Like, go be dumb in a corner. I just like, put, just don't say nothing. Like, if it's on social media, I just put the tap dance and cool up under that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let them know where they stand with me. Um, yeah, that's all it takes. And, and speaking of, I deleted so many. When I tell you, I deleted so many people this week off of being a coon, off of celebrating R. Kelly. Off of just pure bullshit. This just this week alone, I was like, "What the fuck is going on this week? Like, what's up? What's in the water? 
Like, where we at with it? What's happening? I couldn't understand it for anything inside of me. What was going on this week? It's like everybody was just all of the bullshit was coming out this week. Mm-hmm. And my timeline is a lot more clean. And I don't have a problem with deleting your ass up out of there. I would mm-hmm. delete you because there's people in the rafters. Your ass get deleted. Okay. So we have to kind of start working together a little bit more as people too. I think we get kind of lost in translation. We don't like to help each other out. We don't want to extend our hand. We don't want to do this. We got to start doing that because we got to get back to it being black. Mm-hmm. Black shit. Black owned shit. I guess this is an unpopular opinion a little early, but I think we need to bring back segregation. Mm-hmm. I, and that's just what I feel. Because at the end of the day, we had more black businesses. We had more black owned things. We had more stuff. And now we don't even have it. It's like they, they used us. They use segregation as a way to get more money, in my personal opinion. Because now we don't got nothing black owned. Mm-hmm. We don't have nothing of our own. We were forced to have our own. So we created our own. We created our own economy. Now look at us. Just throwing our money away. Don't give a shit. Uh, you Courtney, feel me? Courtney, I got a little deep. Sorry, y'all. Courtney, I <laughs> thought we were bringing on uh, Bonita, but we bringing on Killer Michelle. I didn't know. <laughs> this is my thing. She's saying everything that I always say, everything that I want to say. I am happy that it is coming from a different source. Yes, she stole my unpopular opinion for today, but it's okay. That was oh, unpopular opinion. <laughs> look, <laughs> well, that's real. That's um, real shit. I think I have one on a back burner, but I mean, it, it's so easy for me to let go of all the shit that we supposed to be like boycotting. It. But I feel like for whatever reason, it ain't easy for other people. And I think the thing that presses me so much is, especially whenever it's a fashion designer, I see black people all the time like, what you want us to wear? What you want us to wear? I like that drip. I like that drip. Well, bitch, you got, I know a bunch of people on between Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that are black people. They make clothes. And I ain't talking about they just putting some shit on a t-shirt. I'm talking about sewing hard down. They make it. You know that these big fashion brands like got big because everybody want to wear that shit. So guess what you do? What Keisha shit? What Pookie shit? And then whenever you be in your, on your Instagram or wherever you at and you tagging your outfit, tag them. Mm-hmm. If it drip, it drip regardless. It don't gotta have Gucci attached to it. it don't gotta have Burberry attached to it. It don't gotta have a motherfucking thing attached to it. Well, that's the difference between style and fashion too. And I think that people get so caught up in fashion, like, oh, let me go buy everything Gucci and put it on. I'm chilling. No, you look stupid. First of all, <laughs> second, it's about. It's style. If you got style, you got style. Whether it's Gucci, Burberry, Louis, it don't well, matter. You got style, you have style. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So both of y'all well, was talking at the same time. I couldn't hear shit. Oh, I don't know what we said. I was just saying the consignment shop is my favorite. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Even a consignment <laughs> shop. Like, it doesn't... Style and fashion, I think that's the... It's the disconnect right there. So people feel like, okay, let me... All right, let me go get the Gucci. Let me go get the Louis. Let me go get this. Let me go get that. I want to be in. And they be looking stupid. I'm so sick of seeing Fendi. Fendi got a discount sale going on, must be. I don't know. I'm just tired of seeing that. Like, nobody has any individuality anymore. Everybody wants to 
drip. I be wearing this shit called right. Nikkei. That shit be busting. Huh? This shit, shit called Nikkei. They make uh-huh. shoes and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Y'all ain't never worn Nikkei? You never seen Nikkei? What's that? What is it? I know Nikkei. Nikkei? Uh, they make shoes and stuff like athletic shoes and so, sometimes their shoes defective like uh the dude uh Zion his shoe his foot had busted out a pair of Nikkei's uh the other day. Oh but... boy <laughs> you get on my nerves. I just caught on... don't get on my nerves. Yeah. Dude, get on my nerves, Brandon. I just I was like, Nikkei, who is that? Look at me. You was don't get to, on was my trying nerves. to Google that shit, ain't it? No, I was just gonna ask you what it was. Oh uh, yeah. Nikkei, girl, you better get you some Nikkei. Okay. All right, don't. That's right. my design. That's my designer. If Nikkei ever, if Nikkei ever put anybody in blackface, I'm gonna be hurt. If Target ever do something racist, I'm gonna be Target. Gonna you mean Target? Thank yes, you. Target, baby. I love Target. I'm, yeah. I'm in Target faithfully. I love the red circle. I'm so excited about it. I love it. You know that bullseye. I don't want to burst your bubble, man, but that bullseye. What? It, it was. It came about because it was a bullseye on the runaway slaves. All right. It sound legit, don't it? I ain't never heard. Yeah. It sound okay. legit. Yeah. In this country, some shit as wild as that could be real. You don't know. Now nah, you might have to Google that shit just to be on the safe side. That, that's, yeah, I'm. I'm sure that's not it. Okay. All right. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Target. That's how rumors get started, Brandon? Niggas. Don't. Oh, I'm what if I could start that would be great if like a, a big rumor could come from this podcast like Target was like, you know. No, that would not be great. It was like nigga hunting. Target was nigga hunting. You the target. You the target. No, we gotta somebody else has to be the sacrificial lamb, not target. Go right on ahead and then keep on buying that. Walmart can be. Walmart. Let Walmart be the sacrificial lamb. Walmart might be Walmart any day. Why? I don't fuck with I, it. I don't like Walmart. Why not? I hate it. Why you hate it? I mean, the obvious. They never have enough people working. It's always cluttered, messy. It's just a different type of feeling. When I walk in Target, it feels clean. Feel, it feels clean. When I walk in Walmart, it just feels dingy. It just feels. It, it just. I've learned. Right. I've I, learned that you have to go to Walmart early in the morning before regular people get up. That's so a, okay. between seven and nine o'clock in the morning, that's when you got to go to Walmart. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. That's the best no. time. And, and you can't go in after nine or ten o'clock because then the crazies be in there. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 past the time that I just said it is the optimal time to go in there. So that's your but that's fault. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to have to restrict myself to going to somewhere at a certain time. Well, like I, I don't want to have to. I can go to Target anytime. No, you can't. Anytime. Don't Target close? They close at exactly. like eleven, I think, or something like that. But I'm just saying, within their business hours, I can go anytime, and it's the same every time. It don't matter if it's ten fifty nine. They still have the same customer service. It's still the same. The aisle's still clean. I can see what I'm doing. Just don't go in there with a red uh, polo shirt on. Cause they're gonna think you working. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> they're gonna think you working. Yeah. Somebody else who's uh, else who's, uh not working at a place anymore is this LA news anchor. Did y'all hear about this story? This would be the last yeah. story. Yep, before. That girl with the um Huff Post or something like that. Is oh that no, this is something different. This is uh, this I don't know oh. that one. You might have to uh, put me up on that one, but this LA news anchor, uh he passed away from a meth overdose during a sexual encounter at a hotel. 
Um, this happened um, in December. Um, he overdosed on methamphetamine during a sexual encounter with a male companion at a California hotel and autopsy revealed Friday. Um, Glendale police were called to a Days Inn hotel around 1.15 p.m. on December 27th. Ooh, right after Christmas. Uh, police said a man who had been with Burroughs, that's his name, Christopher Burroughs, uh, at the time he placed a call. Um, he was transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Um, his toxicity... Came back, um, said he had meth in his, I think it was a toxicology report. Yeah. Um, now, according to the, yeah, according to the report, he was engaging in various sexual activities with his companion when he inserted a rock of meth into his rectum. He reportedly inserted a second rock later on in the encounter, placed a mask on, and doused the filters with poppers. I don't know what that means. Um, okay, says so poppers refer to an inhaling of amyl nitrate. Um, so he began to grunt and vomit before becoming unresponsive. Uh, the male individual who has not been identified uh, performed CPR on Burroughs before the paramedics arrived. Um, the coroner's office also noted that hypertension and oh shit, what is this word? Atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. Yes, nailed it. May have contributed yeah. to Burroughs' death. Um, so yeah, this news anchor, if you look at him, he looks good and clean cut. He was forty three. He was a using meth. In his asshole. They, they all use drugs. Like we know do we not know this now? I, I'm just surprised. And they all I really honestly feel like everybody in those high up places or in those, you know, that are on front in front street, main media, all of that. I feel like they use to I mean, a certain extent. I don't really and I, I feel like they took powder. Like they took powder at the most. At the most. Oh, they be doing coke. Trust that yeah, I, they do that, and I mean, meth is just another drug. It's now I have heard that you know if you put a drug up your booty or something like that. Now this is what I've heard from you know my gay friends that it does stimulate something. It it makes it tingle more. I don't know. It it does more. Mm. So that's not uncommon in the community for them to do that. But I, I've heard, I've even heard, um, like heard white girls say that they was, um put uh, alcohol up their asshole. And get drunk like you'll get drunk way faster if you put alcohol up your asshole because it's like straight into your system. Mm-hmm. I, can I see just that. have so many questions for y'all. I just don't. I just <laughs> the whole. I mean, but the whole thing to me, honestly, is just a news anchor is gay and he was doing drugs, like most of them do. Yeah, do you just... know how many teachers be high? Teachers be teachers be smoking weed. I don't care what nobody says. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I, they they be burning, you know what I'm saying? And I don't really like to think of weed as really a drug. I don't think weed. of coke as a drug, but anyway. <laughs> coke is a drug, my nigga. Coke is definitely a drug. I don't think coke of it as a drug. Coke Brandon, come, I ain't finna keep doing it. Coke come from a plant. Why y'all got quiet? Like y'all didn't know coke from come from a plant? No, 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 we we know that it comes from the cocoa leaves. I get that part, but what I'm telling you is that it's still a drug. Coke and weed is totally different. I look at coke and weed on the same level. Crack is something else. No. I don't because I've ne- people can die off a of coke. A coke overdose. Uh, I ain't true. never heard nobody dying of weed. So that's never. why I'm going with that. 
I ain't never heard. If, if it's a story, I need somebody to tell me. I've never heard of nobody dying from weed. I, Hold on. Okay. I got a point, kind of point, point, kind of point. I heard somebody overdosing on water before. They said what? Somebody drunk too much water and died. I mean, but that's, but that's, that's we know happen. that. We know that. A, you can't yeah, drink that much water. We know that. Exactly. So you that's can't toot that much powder. All um, right. You, so you can't that. smoke that much weed. You'll be asleep. You can smoke a whole lot of weed and be high and just be high. Man, but if you like, do too it's much coke, you can die. It's yeah, levels to high. I'm, I, if, me well, personally, I don't want to be no higher than weed. I don't want. I me either. I, I never did weed, so. You what? I never did weed before, so. Oh, well, you know. So you're, you're I, like, Honestly, two, and truthfully, two. I only, I just really smoked weed last year. That mm. was really when I first yeah. ever was like, oh, shit. You know, I had tried it before in college, but I wasn't doing it right. Now you're hooked. You know what I'm saying? It never. No, I'm not hooked. I'm not hooked on weed. That's the same. That's the first thing. You know, that's says. another thing I don't understand. How people be like marijuana is addictive. Like you, like, like I just I feel like a person that has an addictive personality because exactly. I tried it like back maybe 2015, but it wasn't regular at all. And I would say my the most regular quote unquote it's been for me would have been between 2017 and 2018 when I lived in a place where it was legal. But even still, I went months in between, like. Oh, it's not something I'm going to do this today because I got it, but not because I feel the need to do it. And then I know some people be like, well, if I don't smoke, then I can't eat. I don't have appetite. And I don't understand how that works either because marijuana or not, I'm hungry. Well, you guys weren't weren't addicted to weed, but this guy obviously was addicted to meth because... Uh, he was so addicted he wanted to put it up his asshole. Uh, he he ain't had time to smoke that shit. Um, no, I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think that that's just something that he did for stimulation. Like it, it stimulates the sex too. So it wasn't just gonna make him high. It was going to make the sex better as well. So it was really just him trying to get an extra night or something. Like that's really what that was. Yeah. Like it wasn't because I know gay men who do that. You know what so else this tells me? You know what else this tells me about him real quick before you get your question out? He was a bottom. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I want to say. So they put the crack rock or the meth rock up in there, and then the other guy still go up in there too. You probably let it dissolve. Yeah. You gotta let it dissolve. Like it you, dissolves. If it, it dissolves, like an I'm sure. Okay. And they go up in there too, and I think they can feel a little bit of it too when they when they once they get. Well, up you know, all they gotta do is go to the sex though, because this is little like jelly stuff, and you just like fuzz. You just put it where you want to be. It ain't meth, you know. Though. And then it, you know, give it back. 30 seconds and it's gonna be a hell of a tingle. And when you come, it's gonna be a hell of an orgasm. Like, but you know, you know, it ain't that like high sex to some people. To some people, high sex is just the best sex. Oh. So they snort, they get high, and then they have sex. So that's what they do, you know. That's their that's their thing, you know. What I, mean? I just be wondering what people do in the course of their life to where they gotta up the ante on sex so much where they gotta put crack rocks and meth rocks up in their <laughs> asshole and then let somebody you know go up it like i just don't i just don't understand like <laughs> people do a lot of strange shit like a lot of strange shit you would be amazed like even when they said it i was like oh well he was just he was he was high he was he wanted to get high he wanted to get that sensation a little bit in his booty and 
And like I said, I only know about this because I have gay male friends who are open to doing stuff. They be like putting that. two. They be I'm sending out a questionnaire to my gay male friends tonight. I'm sending out a questionnaire. I want to know. Are you gonna put a little cocaine on your clitoris? Did it say? You Hell don't? no! I'm gonna use that that little thirty dollar. Is oh, that bottle is literally like maybe an ounce or a half an ounce? This shit costs us thirty dollars. That shit work because thirty seconds. I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, that thing no. thumping, huh? Bring <laughs> 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 the shit. <up. laughs> yeah, I don't want to get higher than weed. That's that it. I don't thumping, need nothing boy. else, and I don't think you can stick weed up your butt. And I. Even if you could, I don't want to. Like, that's just not something that I want to do. You know what I'm saying? People really be on some, they be high. It's People only one high. thing going up that butt, ain't it? Anyway. All right. Let's get All to right. these. Uh, oh, Lord. We about to go, <laughs> y'all. We about to go. We about to go. We about to wrap this up. All right. What's your, uh, what's, is on my nerves today. What's, what's your unpopular opinion, Courtney? I'm going to skip all this other shit I got. Because you done been talking for so long. So long. My um my unpopular opinion was about segregation. Um, I feel like that's what we need. That was the biggest error. I understand MLK's dream, but it was it was flaw. It was flaw. It was flaw. The dream was flaw. It had a lot of holes in it. Yeah, he, he really thought it through. He thought it through. Well, uh, I think he thought it through, but I think he just. Uh, he underestimated the power of niggas wanting white shit. I just feel like the power of niggas wanting white shit. Like that's what fucked us. I mean, like it's it's cool and all, but niggas just abandoned white. I mean, black shit. Like they did. They abandoned black shit because they was like, oh damn, now we can get what the white people got. Not realizing that we could have made that with it. We were going to, it was just going to take us a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I hate We would have did what they, you know what I'm saying? But it just would have took us a little, we just had to take a little bit more steps. Like I hate when people be on social media and they talk about like, um, see, that's why I don't shop at black businesses and all kind of shit like that. Mm-hmm. I hate shit like that. Cones. Yeah, I hate shit. Like, even if you have that thought, like every black business that you've been to has given you horrible service. Why would you put that shit out in the world? Like you don't yep, got no kind of code. Like if I ever have a if I ever encounter a a bad situation with a black business, I go directly to the owner of the establishment. And I have a, a like a you know, it ain't a long talk, but it's just a you know, a couple, one, two, three. I don't put it out there on the internet. I don't give them, you know, give them bad reviews on Yelp. I don't do none of that. Cause I know they got a dream and they're trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't project that on them. I don't ever do that. We're going to have a little conversation, but that's where it's going to stop. I don't get on the internet and be like, don't shop at such and such because let mm-hmm. me tell you, like, it don't, mm-hmm. hell no. Hell and if you no. committed to rectifying the situation, I'm going to come back and give you another chance. We're going to get this thing right because I want to support you. I want my dollars to be here. Exactly. Um, because exactly. I feel like people be online bitching about Walmart every single day and they take their ass right the fuck back in there. They be mm-hmm. online yep. bitching about the Korean hair store every single day. Oh, so-and-so following me. Well, they followed you last week when you took your ass in there too, but you still went back. They be in there whipping mm-hmm. niggas' ass and shit out of there. Mm-hmm. They damn shopping the hair store with literally kicking niggas' ass, and y'all mm-hmm. still go back there. So yeah. still go back. So I don't even want to hear about black businesses. That's why I don't be having the conversation about it. I don't. Yes, yeah, so I feel. But, yeah, I support all black business. I don't give a damn. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And that's why on my page, like if somebody doing something or if they 
trying to start a business or whatever, I'm gonna repost it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A support and a and a repost, a share, that shit goes a long way. Yep. People fail to realize especially that. Especially when it goes you got five thousand followers like way. you. What you say? I say especially when you got five thousand <laughs> followers like you. Don't start talking, Joe. Don't start. I'm hating. I ain't in the mood, okay? I'm, I ain't in, I'm not in the mood today, okay? But yeah, Courtney, I feel you though. It, 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 that, that plan really wasn't all the way thought out. Because when you think, when you do stuff, when you do big stuff, you got to think about the coons and the shuckers and the drivers and the wannabes. Yeah. You, know? so you got to think about that. And I too. think another part of me that it really gets on my nerves too, because I feel like from the time, from like us fighting for desegregation, is only like aids to us always trying to fucking be accepted by them. Like yeah. I read a story a while back and this black couple put their black daughter in um this private school which was predominantly white, but then they the white the school was wanting to kick their daughter out because her hair was too big and they didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was contained and it wasn't combed appropriately and i'm just like and in their response i feel like she has the right to be here she should be able to be in this school her hair shouldn't matter and be that as it may they ain't told not one lie why do you want to be accepted by these caucasians so, so much bad. so yeah. that it has become this issue that's why i like mm-hmm. um uh like with killer mike a lot of people don't like him or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, like, recently, you know what I'm saying? He came up with a show on Netflix. And then he was, him and Envy had, you know what I'm saying? They were going back and forth. I ain't going to say they're arguing, but they were going back and forth about um, private school and public schools or whatever. And he was, he was kind of making some good points. Like, if you put all the energy or whatever into making the public schools better, you wouldn't have to send them to pri- right. send your kids to private school. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. we pay for the public schools. Like, hmm you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's where our money goes. Our tax money goes to public schools. So why wouldn't you want them to be just as good as the private schools? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, right. And it's funny because I'm from a small town. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina, and you know, black people? everything is all right. Everything is whitewashed there. Everything is just white, 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 white. So when I got to Columbia, and I went to this all black school, I had a culture shock. Mm. Like, seriously, y'all, I didn't know they had all black bands, all this stuff. I was like, yo, where am I? Like, I had never experienced that. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. And this was a high school. I had, I didn't even know there were all black high schools. You understand how closed my mind was at this time? I'm from a, a small white town. We got two high schools. And both of West them? Westside and T.L. Hannah. West Side is considered the black school oh. and TL Hannah is considered the white school, mm-hmm. but both are white. Oh, you get what I'm saying? So okay. it was like at the end of the day, I really didn't have, you know, I come from a school, they playing Flight of the Bumblebee in the band. Then I get the to Keenan and they playing back that ass up. I was, I was, I had a shock, y'all. Oh, yeah. I had a oh, shock. Yeah. And I think so many people don't get to experience the black that type of world and i think we should i think we should push hbcus more Mm -hmm. i'm not against pwis make no mistake you know education is education but what i got at south carolina state i know i wouldn't have got that at clemson what i got at south carolina state i wouldn't have got that at usc Mm -hmm. and you can't tell me that i would have can't nobody tell me that i would have it's a whole different experience it's a whole different thing so we need to have more black stuff. 
so that people can go to these things and be like, oh shit, this is some black ass. Mm-hmm. This is some black ass shit. Like, I like this shit. This is some black ass shit. Yeah, you right. Like, so I, I I'm saw, right there with um, you, Courtney. Yeah, I saw people like yeah, talking people about like C- like CIAA, you know what I'm saying? That's a black uh conference, you know what I'm saying? It's black shit or whatever. And people were complaining about how the NBA All-Star Weekend, which really is a black event, wasn't as fun as CIAA. But the NBA All-Star Weekend was mostly family-oriented. They had a whole bunch of events and stuff that if you didn't go to the events, you probably didn't have fun because it's not a party weekend. With that being said, CIAA is leaving from Charlotte to go to Baltimore because people weren't supporting the official events. They just went down there to party. So, so now they're leaving. They want to go to a place where people support the events and the CIAA, the actual CIAA can get money from people going they to think the, they're going to do it in Baltimore? I don't know, but I mean that's why that's one of the reasons why they, that's one of the reasons why they're moving because I mean it's, it'll be Baltimore real black too, ain't it? It's yeah, I mean I mean no, but I'm saying the, the CIAA is a black it's going to be black period because it's a black um it's a black conference or whatever. I mean it's the HBCU conference or whatever. So it's gonna be black. So they want more people to go to the games and stuff, and it, people just weren't going in Charlotte. They would just go to Charlotte to party. You know what I'm saying? People didn't. You know what I'm saying? So even if we do get black stuff, black people still gotta support it. You know what I'm saying? Like we got black. We do got black stuff out here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like I say, like the CIAA or whatever. And they had a lot of stuff for you to do when you go to the. Uh, tournament or whatever, but people just don't go to that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I just say that to say this: like, whenever we get our black shit, we gotta support it when it while we got yep. it because it'll be gone. We have to you know keep what I'm it saying? afloat. We have yeah. to keep yeah, it afloat for sure. Do. We definitely do for sure. But yeah, for I, sure. I, I, we have to. Huh? What's your unpopular opinion? My unpopular opinion. Uh, okay. All right. So. I know I wasn't gonna talk about this earlier, but you know what I'm saying. I, I did. I say something about Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. He got caught up in some. Sex trafficking mm-hmm. shit. I said that we talked about that. We didn't talk about it, but you 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 brought it up. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, he got caught up in you know what I'm saying sex trafficking, and one one of my homeboys he was talking about he like real super. He on the verge of hotel wokeness and all kind of shit like that. So I try it's conspiracy theories and shit. So I try to talk tell him about that shit. You know what I'm saying sometimes or whatever. So he was talking about how it's just. You know what I'm saying? How he feels like it's a conspiracy that Robert Kraft, he's, he got help get Meek Mill out of jail and they started this uh, uh, prison reform thing, um, I think a couple weeks ago with Jay-Z and a whole lot of other white people or whatever. He was like, he found it like a big coincidence that, um, that uh, what am I trying to say? That this guy, he got caught up in the shit and I was telling him that, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit just happened. It's just the timing of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't no plan that because he was fucking with Meek Mill, now they want to get him on this shit. The shit just happened like that. You know what I'm saying? So that made me think of my unpopular opinion or whatever. Like, people believe, like, and this is just my personal opinion, right? But people believe that whatever you got going on is already predestined. Like, your uh, skills and talents, like, they've been given to you and you got a purpose and all that kind of shit. I don't believe that shit. I believe that shit fake. Like, shit just happened. Like you don't believe in in something predestined for you? No, uh, uh-uh. no, no, no. Uh, they ain't a plan. They ain't a, I, I, I definitely I don't, don't believe in karma. Nah, I don't believe because it's like our life period is uh basically a big coincidence. It's like a a big thing of chance. Life period is just a big thing of chance. Like if you would have left your house a minute earlier or a minute later, you could have been in a wreck or you could have avoided a wreck. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if your parents would have done some things like a little bit differently, you would have been a whole different person. You would have been born differently. You might have been a boy instead of a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit matters. Like in the long run, like, but it's just a big coincidence of your life. Even like you meeting certain people and you connecting with certain people is just a big coincidence. Now, some of the things that you do can uh, foster those coincidences to happen. Um, you might can reach out to a certain person or whatever, a certain way or whatever. Um, but that's still not a predestined. You know what I'm saying? It's not predestined, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, I, I don't. Be, I'm gonna disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I do believe in um, that things can be predestined for you. I absolutely believe in karma. I abs- I don't believe that things happen by chance. Just based off of the situations that I have been in, like I'll give you one. Mm-hmm. My my mother was murdered by my father, right? Mm. And my aunts, I'm named after both of my aunts, Benita and Renee. Mm-hmm. And I am both like I'm I'm like the both of them. I'm like Benita and I'm like Renee. I don't feel like that was a coincidence. I feel like my mother knew in some type of you know realm something that I'm going to name my child Benita Renee after my sisters. They're going to be the ones to take care of her if something ever happens to me. I feel like my life was already kind of mapped out per se. The things that I had used to run away from when I was younger, they all coming back now, all full circle. Like I didn't want to, you know, I used to run away from certain things that are now just a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I do feel like we have a purpose and a destiny. And I do feel like we have to, we're not going to always stay the course of it, but I definitely feel like there was a, there was something designed for you. Now, do I think that it's going to happen in the time that it's necessarily supposed to happen? No, not really. Cause I don't really believe that it's a certain time that things should happen, but I do think that we are predestined for certain things. I look at Beyonce and she's like the greatest. Of course, she put in hard work and of course she put in the time and the effort, but it was like predestined. First of all, her name is Beyonce. You know, she's beautiful. (laughs) You know, I just feel like it was these things were going to take place. And I definitely believe in karma because I've seen it. I mean, we see R. Kelly right now. I don't think this is a coincidence. This is a whole how many years later? Karma gonna always come back full circle. But see, I don't even call you that karma. I don't even call that karma though. But that's what that's, do you call it? I, I call it I call it justice or whatever, but I don't call it I don't think like not not how people describe karma and how people like feel like cause if cause I feel like if it was actual karma whenever he did his initial acts or whatever with because look look at how many lives he's affected negatively but that's the thing that's karma karma don't come when you expect anything it just don't come karma can come at any time karma could come right before you about to die you know what i'm saying i don't think that anything is just a coincidence some of the people that i've met in my life i don't think it's a coincidence i don't think it's a coincidence that i'm just on this podcast it don't work like that but like i said but like, like i said though like some of the some of the things you kind of push forward or whatever, but I don't I don't believe in I I just don't believe in uh, even if you like look at different religious um, texts or whatever, like they don't talk about 
I know it's like certain Eastern religions do believe in karma and all kind of shit like that, but a lot of Western religions don't believe in you. Like people do that in the religions, they believe in predestiny or whatever. But a lot of religious texts don't talk about predestiny or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of religion is farce too, though. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like in, in a lot of religion, I'm just a lot of religion general, don't even make no damn sense. I'm just like, saying in general. I'm just using that as Christianity, an for example. It, it so I don't. I don't think that was a good example, Brandon. I'm just saying <laughs> as an example because it's like, a lot of Christians that it's a lot of Christians that listen. Listen. To the podcast or whatever, I listen. You know what I'm saying? Just out there, and they talk about karma and shit like that. They talk about predestiny or whatever. But even in their religious texts, karma is not in your religious texts. Predestiny is not in your religious texts. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I was. Going I, go ahead, um, Courtney. I just feel like one. Brandon has always felt this. I've always known. I don't really even get into it. When I be like when he he and I be talking, <laughs> just cause I just don't be I I just feel like and we just gonna be always going back and forth, and I don't want to get into a space where I'm trying to make him see my point. Cause oh, I mean I I can see like I, at the same time I can see your point. Just like uh, Benita said, she was named by uh, I mean she was named after her two aunts, right? You know what I'm saying? And she feels like she has both of their personalities and things like that. That took right? care of me. That took care of me yeah, after they, my mom died now. Yeah, so yeah. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like that's, I do. I feel like that's, that was destined for me. That was destined to happen because originally I didn't even live with them when it first happened. Yeah. No, but. But this, destiny put me there. You know what I'm saying? It put me where I was supposed to be. I'm not trying to convince you, but I do feel like. Wherever we supposed to be is where we will land. Whatever we're supposed to be doing is what we will do. That's what I that's just what I feel. And see, I I, I feel like feel I feel like humans are resilient, right? So let's say like even if you, your aunt Benita and your aunt Renee didn't raise you, your uncle Steve and your uncle Martin raised you or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Either way, you still would have grown up to be a, you know what I'm saying, a successful adult, you know what I'm saying, a productive adult or whatever. Just because of humans being resilient, you know what I'm saying, you would have still, you might not have had the same personality or you might have been into some things that were different, but you still would have been successful just because of the resiliency of us, you know what I'm saying? I don't believe that whatever you're supposed to be is determined before you even born. You know what I'm saying? That just takes away the whole living of life. Like, what the fuck I'm out here doing shit for if everything that's from the beginning of the end is all, from the beginning of my life to the end of my life is already de determined for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is where I have to That make no sense to me. I feel like it. destiny is definitely a thing. I feel like you are always exactly where you're supposed to be. And I can say that now, but I haven't always been able to say that. And what you were just saying about your whole life already being, and you're just trying to figure out well, then what fun is life or how you're going to live life if it's already been predetermined. I used to feel like that too, because I was born and my mother was supposed to give me away. And it just turns out she didn't do it in the way that my grandma had planned. 
it came about in a roundabout way. So she still really didn't raise me at first. But when I got back in her care, my life was mostly unstable for the longest time. I was always in a different school. I went to four high schools. Her boyfriends took advantage of me. And I grew up like, ain't no way this shit could have been destined for me. Because like I ain't did shit. I just got here. I didn't ask to be here. So there's no way that this life, I was born and it was like, okay, boom. This person finna sexually molest her and then she's gonna have cousins sexually assault her. Like, there's no way that that could have been my path until I found myself like just, I feel like I was hell. Like, just a Tasmanian devil. Nothing felt good. I was negative. I just wasn't in the right space. But the minute I like got out of an abusive relationship and was like, okay, I need to align something like something got to give. And I got into this zone or this space of spirituality and I started reading more and learning more and just figuring out who the fuck I was. I felt like, you know what? I can't regret that no more. And I can be mad about that stuff because I needed all of that to happen for me to be exactly who I am right now. And I know that sounds weird, but I wouldn't change any of it. And my godparents, the people that raised me, whenever I went back later on to tell them my story about how my life was and why I used to be so ready to go to them on the weekends or come spend full summers with them or go to them on spring break, they're like, why didn't you tell us? We would have taken you away. We would have raised you. And I remember watching my god niece grow up. And when she said it then, I was just kind of like, well, I don't know why I didn't ever tell you. I guess I felt like I couldn't to be in this space now where I call her up and was like, I know why. Because I was, you guys weren't supposed to raise me full all the way through. I needed to stay this course because I see my god niece now and I feel like she's so uh, enabled. Mm-hmm. Just certain stuff. She doesn't have the, the tenacity or the drive or anything to just do it herself. Because I'm not going to lie, living with them, my life was pretty much laid. They did everything for me. I, I, I wouldn't have had to worry about anything, but also I wouldn't have the determination or the, the ball and the courage to live my best fucking life and be my best fucking self. So no, I wasn't supposed to ever tell y'all what I was going through. Y'all weren't ever supposed to raise me. I was supposed to stay in the hell that I was in so that on the backside, I can blossom and be the person that I am today. And I always say that like, even with relationships, to take it to a different space, like uh, bad relationships, like, oh, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. And then all of a sudden I'm in this space where my spirituality has advanced and I find my wife who isn't, or any type of spiritual journey per se, but just open to look to anything and me not pressuring her, but her just finding her own route to then just sitting down and actually like being married and being able to sit back and be like, you know what? This is it. This is that feeling of I'm in my lane. I'm in my zone. I am finally on the right track. And it is such a comforting feeling for me because I just be like, you know what? This was it. I, I, I did everything I was assigned to do up until this point. I'm on the right track now and then I'm going to live out whatever else I need to live out and there's a certain level of happiness that just comes with knowing everything that I lived through wasn't in vain because I'm here I'm in this moment and I don't hate nobody I don't feel no way about nobody I love everybody even motherfuckers that I do not like I still love them and I'm like I'm just here and I that's just what I feel 
and uh, me and Bonita obviously have different, I guess, paths, so to speak, than what Brandon has had. But for me, I just can't ever believe like there isn't a destiny because there was no reason why I should have been born into as much hell as I was born into. Mm-hmm. And there was also no reason why I should have given people as much hell as I gave them. Oh, but baby, when karma came and humbled the bitch, oh, I'm talking about okay. drug my ass. And I ain't talking about this for no five minutes. Bitch drugged my ass for almost two years. I mean, she mopped the flow with my ass. Mm-hmm. Bitch, please, like I'm here and this is where I'm supposed to be. It ain't nothing more. It ain't nothing less. This has been predetermined. And I know the universe got me because they held me through all that. And I think that's the truth, Courtney, because the same way that you feel, I feel the exact same way. Like if I never would have went through the things that I went through and and done the things that I've done, I know I wouldn't be able to be the light that I am now. Yeah. I know that. I, I know that for a fact, if my life would have been different, if I would have, you know, lived with my godparents, if I would have, it just, it wasn't in the plan. It wasn't in the plan. And I feel like we get there at different times, but it's up to us. I think that, you know, the God is in us, of course, and we have to seek it and find it and find the truth and heal in order to get to what is destined for us. I feel like Brandon think like, oh, Lord, why I got these bitches on here together? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. Okay, like... Like what you said, what you said, Courtney, because you kind of said two things. At one point, you said that when you went back to your mom or whatever, that wasn't where you were supposed to be or whatever. But then you said, I felt that way. Like that wasn't where I was supposed to be. But then you were like, um, that was, you needed that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? To get to whatever you needed in your mind or whatever. And Benita, you said, uh, like the hell that you had to go through or whatever, losing your mom. Uh, Helped you to get to where you are. That was one piece of it. That was yeah. just one piece. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. That but was the I, big one of the biggest pieces, yeah. but ju- that was just one. And and to me, I don't feel like anybody needs to go through any badness to get the goodness. Like when people say shit like, "Uh, you gotta have rainy days to appreciate the sunny days" or whatever. I I, I think that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, you don't. No, I I agree with you right there. You don't necessarily you know have saying? to have the bad to to see the good. But I think that life is a test. I think everything is a test, like how you handle things, how you come out of it, what you do. I don't wish struggle on nobody. I don't wish struggle love. I don't wish nobody to lose their parents. I don't wish any of those things. But the reality is that those are the things that happen. Everybody mama can't be alive. Everybody daddy can't be alive. It just, it don't work like that. Everybody can't be in a good relationship at the same. It just, it's just the way of the world. It just it is what it is. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's just and that's, the way that it hold is. On. And that's and that's my that's that's my whole thing. Like the shit that happened to us or whatever, uh, the things that you know what I'm saying we use to make us strong, or whatever. Like you said, it's just the way of the world. It's just the way shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel in my mind. I don't feel like it was your mother's destiny to you know what I'm saying to have her life taken away from her. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I feel like that's just something that happened. You know what I'm saying? And Nobody but what had. if it was? Huh? What if it was for me? But what if it was for me? Like, what if her death wasn't in vain? It was she died. But see, that's totally. So that, no, but see, that's different though. Like, for like, okay, she passed away or whatever. Uh, she had a life taken because she didn't just pass away. She had a life taken. 
All right. Right. For her life not to be, for for that not to happen in vain, you went on to do great things or whatever. You didn't just let that stop you or whatever. You went on to do greater things, you know what I'm saying, in your life. And you use that as a motivation to get knowledge and be strong and all that, you know what I'm saying. Even, Mm -hmm. I feel like even if that didn't happen, you still would find something else to motivate you in another way to be strong to gain knowledge, to spread your knowledge and spread positivity and whatever. Be, and that could be true too, but what if it wasn't doing exactly what I'm doing right now? But you, I mean... The way that I'm leading right now. Even... even Because I don't feel like this, I don't feel like this was chance. Like I said, I ran away from it. Make no mistake. And even now, Ron be like, you, you don't really realize like what you can do, what you, your influence or this is that and the third. Cause sometimes I'd be like, man, nah, you know, but then I have to bring myself back and say, yeah, this is what you were created for. This is what you were supposed to be doing. The way that I love people and the way that I'm a servant to people, I always say loving people is my superpower. The way that I do that, that's destiny. Cause you don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, let me go love. It don't work like that. It got to be in you. It got to be something that's in you that's for you to me. But I understand your point. I do. I ain't trying to convince you. Oh, yeah. I'm I, just, let me tell you something. The way that my life was or whatever is nothing nobody can convince me about. Like, not, not especially not with that. Not with like how right. my life, you know what I'm saying, has been in the shit that I've gone through or whatever. And then, like, a lot of times I look back at shit and I'm like, well, my life could be different if such and such and such. And a lot of times, uh, it was my own choices of things that I did or didn't do the way my life could be different or, you know what I'm saying? And then through mm-hmm. my choices, I got different experiences. And through those experiences, it shaped, you know what I'm saying, my personality or my attitude, you know what I'm saying, towards certain things. So I'm, I don't, you know what I'm saying, if, let me see, if that's how, if that, if, if like those are the things that motivate you all, I don't want to take that away from your motivation, but at the same time, it's my opinion that it ain't no fate, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no fate, it ain't no predestiny, shit happens because shit just happens, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, the way So do you believe in God? Huh? I do believe, well, let me see. I do, I do, but... My belief in God is way different than a lot of people believe in God. Though, so. I, it is for me too. So I just want to ask you: Are are you your God, or is your God above, or is it neither? Uh, I ain't gonna say above or not like that, but I believe I kind of believe we were created. You know what I'm saying? The Earth and all that shit, because it's it's not certain shit can't be by chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Exactly. But as far as exactly. the, as far as life on earth and humans and all kind of shit like that, that shit is by chance. It ain't no like you know what I'm saying. But that's just me. What you're saying right there. I mean, I definitely believe in a higher power. I also believe that I believe in the God within as well. Um, but I do believe that there is a greater. I'm, I don't think that there's like oh he up in the sky. Oh, he devil in hell. I don't believe that part. Like, I don't believe that part, but I definitely do believe that is it is a higher energy. I absolutely believe that. I believe it's that. Greater. I believe that as well, but I I, I recognize that energy, that higher 
power or energy or however you want to say it to be the universe or sometimes i refer to her as creation and mm-hmm. the god that i believe in is is within me period yep there, there cannot- isn't anything beyond that so i'm not i don't partake into the pictures of the white jesus at the last supper and doing all that that's just not my thing i don't go to church i do read the bible um i have read the bible front and backwards several times uh but also i don't really use the bible in the way that some most people do it's good for storytelling it made me a hell of a witch but you know i mean it ain't it ain't as deep as i feel like most people take it to be um and i say that because right i say that because my mom's side of the family is holiness and i don't really go home a lot or around them a lot just as the energy is so drab it's so brung down nobody is really happy and even like talking to them if i'm texting them like well as long as you're happy and they just be like well oh okay like happiness you know you you go to church we serve god and you know if God wanted me to be happy, like I would be happy or, you know, just whatever. And I'm just like, you guys are like in these marriages and you're miserable and you guys don't really know what happiness is. And you just feel like but that's the word of God though. in the Bible and the God in the sky, whatever that they, whatever you're supposed to have is what he's going to supply you with. And that just don't make no sense to me because only you are here. Okay. Hold and up, you got to make yourself happy. Hold up. The same way that shit don't make no sense to you. It's a, the same thing about destiny. Sign. That's how destiny sound to me. Yeah, I, I and I can I feel mean, that. That's why I say I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't put. That's why I don't push it with you because I feel that. Because when I'm having a conversation with people that are heavily like saturated in religion, period. Like you gotta pick one, but more specifically Christianity. I don't. When when I first started my spiritual journey, I felt like, oh, I need to talk to everybody. Everybody needs to view the world how I do. And two conversations later, I was like, oh, fuck all of them. They can believe what they want. Yeah. Because I got this right here. Like, I know wholeheartedly what I believe. And it, it ain't no deviance from that. And nobody can't. Even now, my grandma called and be like, I just need you to tell me you read the Bible still or you pray or you still believe in God or come to church. And I just be like, I ain't telling you none of that. I love you, you my grandma, I respect you, but I'm not doing anything just to pacify you because for in order for you to sleep better, you need to believe that I'm gonna get into heaven and I'm not gonna go to hell. Cause Everybody go to heaven, even my dope boy <laughs> You get in, you get in, everybody. No, I ain't doing that. So I, I feel that, they feel like I'm just as crazy. And yeah. I feel like they just as crazy. And you're Only thing is, I don't treat them like they crazy, but they treat me right. like I'm crazy. That's the disconnect. That's the difference. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? That's the difference between, and like with me, I'm spiritual all the way around. Like I'm like sage, chakra, like I'm spiritual as hell. Yeah. However, there are moments in me that I do want to go to church. And that's just because of the teaching, because of the story, I guess the the motivational side of it, the church that I want to go to is, is the Brook in Columbia. It's a different, it ain't like, church church like <laughs> i don't know how to say that but it's not I like that and sometimes i do just want to be around you just want to be around the people around good souls i want to be i just want to be in the in the in the process it's not very much because I, I don't even think matter of fact i don't even think i went to church last year since i'm being honest. i know somebody who's saying I, it I, I feel that but i have a totally different reason for wanting to go i just be wanting to go because i'm a sucker for passion so if someone right. is doing something with passion I, it, it, that is what makes me emotional because generally as a Sagittarius, I'm not a really emotional person, but 
passion makes me emotional. Like if I see you and you are very passionate and you going real hard and I can feel your passion, you will move me to tears. And I like that. I love an individual that is passionate, even if they are passionate about some shit that I do not agree. Just knowing that you still got something that lights your fire like that. I love that. Cause there was a long time where I had a pack. Nothing was, I, ha I didn't have it. I thought something was wrong with me. Like, Oh shit. I think my passion monitor got left at the hospital because bitch i don't have one like there's nothing i feel that way about so i love that but also i love the camaraderie i just love seeing my people get together we singing we on the drums we on the keyboard Maybe you should join we the on football the organ team. and we just having a quote-unquote party Maybe you should join in my the football mind team. And, I, and i feel that too that's that's it's just to be in the body just to be there just to mm -hmm. be in the experience of it all sometimes mm -hmm. i do want that you know what i'm saying but i do but so like you said i do believe that 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 god is within i do i absolutely do believe that and i do believe that i look at myself and i try to you know resemble what is most god like for me right. you know what i mean like what's most how can i be as pure as possible in my for me you know what i mean for what yeah. i have going on and i think that that's when you know, people don't want to understand if you ain't, you know, a religion, if you ain't Baptist, Methodist, Holiness, if you don't have a label, which again, I ain't really with the whole label thing. If you don't have a label, then people can't identify you. They don't know where to put you. And see, I can't be put in a box. Like I can't, you can't do that to me. Like I have to be able to explore and do what I want to do. I've always been like that. Whatever I do, what you cackling about? I'm, right. That remind me of the Killer Mike show. Did you watch Killer Mike show? Did you watch Killer Mike show? Bonita. His, his show or the interview? No, his show. He he has a show that's on Netflix. On Netflix? Oh, Netflix? No, I yeah. haven't tuned into it yet. No, I haven't. Yeah, seen watch it. watch that show. And watch it's a, when you saying that about not don't put me in a box. It reminds me of one of the episodes on there about one guy on there. He was like, "Don't put me in a box." But that's anyway. Watch the show. It's a good show. I think I I know you would like it. I know you would like it. But watch that show. It's like yeah, I like it too. After I got it. past the first episode, I definitely and she'll like and I I bet she'll like the first episode the best. She, you know what? She actually probably will because I even I told the truth when Brandon kept pushing it on me. I was like, oh, and I'm a hard person to get to watch TV anyway. But after mm -hmm. seeing his Breakfast Club interview, it made me want to go watch it. Yeah, don't listen and to I that Brandon it say though. Differently, like I know Brandon. I couldn't just take your word for it. You was exactly. trying to put me on. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Just listen it to me. That's like what I, that. Let me tell y'all something. Everybody listening right now. Oh, I'm always. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this podcast thing for a long time. Way before Black. People was doing podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. I be first. I be up on it early. So when I tell you something, listen to me. I bet so. Listen I'm all about. I'm all about an innovator. Go ahead with your listen to me. Self. You I told her to listen. Brandon. I told yes. her to watch the show. You know she you ain't want to listen to me though. But then when she, well, I, she want to listen, she want listen, she's listening so to Charlemagne. Opportunity to tune in. And Brandon, in my defense. You I, you made me watch more television in the last three months than I watched all of 2018. It's a lot for me. That's okay. I don't That's like hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. It's okay. <laughs> You're destined to watch television Boy, because of me. You know what? You bought your ass. You know what? We it's your destiny to watch him. the TV. We gonna jump him when we see him. He we got to. to. We about to go. Let's get by <laughs> social medias and get out of here. The, I'm done with Brandon. Thank y'all. For uh, coming through, Benita, thank you for coming. Uh, listeners, if you want to um, leave us, y'all, 
unpopular, unpopular opinions. If you think, um, what was the, what was yours, uh, Courtney? If you think uh, segregation was good or bad, you know what I'm saying. Let us let us know. Um, what was yours? You said yours early too, Benita. What was yours? It was the same. It was the same thing. Yeah, it was. It was the same thing. I, I just didn't. I don't eat sweet potatoes. I don't like sweet potatoes. <gasps> I know you fucking lying. I'm gonna make some today. It's what you you don't no. like a yam? No, y'all. I don't like yams. I don't like sweet potato pie. I don't I like. Don't. I can't. I thought I we was. Know. I thought I was gonna be able to call you when I visit Charleston because I ain't never really been in Charleston like that. And I thought we was gonna be able to have a real good like brujah kind of moment, but. We can still do that. <laughs> we can but still I, do that, just minus the sweet potatoes. Potato I just, I've never been into sweet potatoes. Sorry, I just had to say, I had to get it off my chest. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't I'm like sweet potatoes. I don't know who, <laughs> the fuck this is. I thought this was a black queen. She is, she is fake. <laughs> what is going on here? I'm about to so put. I'm, I'm about to put her in the box. I take my black card off of no sweet potatoes. I'm putting her in the box. Question. I got another question. Putting her in the box. If if you don't like sweet potato, please tell me you don't or like sweet potato pie. Please tell me you don't like pumpkin pie. I don't. Okay. Mm. I don't okay, believe I feel, you. I feel a little. I feel you tell a Jesse. You tell a Jesse Smollett lie. I think she <laughs> likes sweet potato pie. I mean, I think she likes pumpkin pie. I feel like I, I felt like she was gonna say yeah, and I was real scared. Yeah, that pause, that pause. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. I don't like sweet potatoes. Do you like pumpkin like spice? No, I don't like anything. Honestly, y'all, if I can be honest, Is I don't really like a lot of stuff with like sweet. That taste, I just can't. And maybe it's the texture of it. I don't know. I just can't get with it. It just okay. don't. It doesn't align. Do you like with cinnamon? Now I can do cinnamon. I do like cinnamon. I do like cinnamon, and I can do cinnamon, but toast it crunch. just it has to be. And well, maybe I don't like cinnamon. It got to be in toast crunch. I'm ready to say because the spice part of it, I feel like I don't know. When you say you don't really like the taste, I'm like, is it the spice of it? Because the spice and all like a cinnamon nutmeg type. Okay. Of thing. I don't know. Lord. And I don't like, I don't like coffee. Like none of that. Like I don't like like. Like Ron, he like like blueberry stuff and all. Like I don't even like none of that. Like he like blueberry pancakes and French toast and rat. Like I can't get with. I don't know. I'm just a real simple kind of around the way fillet. I don't like I don't like fruit with my pancake or the or the waffle. But I really don't even like waffles. But I don't want fruit with that. If you gonna yeah no yeah yeah. Like, I don't, I don't we gonna be here. <laughs> right? We gonna be here for two Let's more hours it. talking to y'all simple okay, asses. I'm sorry. I'm talk, sorry, but talk yeah, to both guys, of y'all simple asses about because I don't like sweet potatoes. I can't believe I, I, I'm hurt. I, I don't, y'all. Well, email us about y'all some food that y'all don't like that you should like. Um, maybe it's your destiny yeah. not to like sweet potato shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> email us whether or not you think fake is real or if, if you believe in a predestiny. You know, so we got deep on that one, y'all. We ain't got this deep in a while. We did get deep. We did. We, we, got, we, took we got it deep on that one. But uh, I already knew it was gonna be that way just from the vibe of her page. I was like, she finna come on, and me and her finna just like, like speed the fuck off on Brandon. So but I she be clowning too, though. So I, I was, you know, maybe we get some clownage, but we didn't get too much clownage. We got uh, we got seriousness. We got two witches. You, you. you I know. You know what? Next, if I, if I, if y'all invite me back next time, we can keep it a lot more light. Cause I am a lot silly. I'm very silly too. It, it, it don't matter. I, <laughs> it just, as, we got a little deep today. Long as you, long as you talking, 
As long as you're talking, we all good. Talking, you know all. what I'm saying? You all good. Okay, well, there we go. There yeah. we go. Well, uh, uh, Benita, if you want to give them your social media, your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever. Yes, I would love to do that. Guys, you can follow me or hit me up on Benita Renee. And that's on all of my um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. All the same. How you spell Renee? Renee. R-E-N-E-A. All right, Courtney. Yeah, I was, her on Twitter doing um like an hour ago. <laughs> hey, what's your uh, Courtney? What's yours? Love curls underscore. Yes, if you are interested in following me on Instagram, it is love curls underscore. On Twitter, I am love curls three underscores. Don't worry about Facebook because you can't be up in there. Word and follow me on uh damn follow me on Instagram. I might post a picture or something or do something on my story every now and then. BP Macoot, B P M A C O U T E, uh. Sock uh, uh, but yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. Um, this was a long one, y'all. Thanks for having me, guys. I I really do appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you for coming. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, it's your boy. Be easy. And I'm Courtney. Who are you? And I'm Benita. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had we, to jump in there. Yeah. It's my we, first time. Give me a break. Bring it down. Oh, you, you'll learn. You'll learn. You'll learn. Okay. All right. Word. And we out. Word. Peace. All right. Good night.